Welcome to the show today, guys. Uh, I want to let you know that I have some tour dates. If you want to see me in live, in the live space, visual, real time, they call it IRL. Jacksonville, Florida, February 2nd. I'll be there. St. Petersburg, Florida, February 3rd. Orlando, Florida, February 5th. Lafayette, Indiana, February 24th. Rockford, Illinois, February 25th. Chicago, Illinois, February 26th. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, that's sold out now. May 6th. We may add one there. And then Los Angeles, California at the Wiltern, May 7th. Uh, that is all Return of the Rat Tour. You can grab those tickets or on sale now. Theovon.com slash tour. Today's guests are uh, two men who have um, who are from another country and they left their country. Um, I'm not sure why exactly, but but that's what they did. And uh, I'm, we're very happy to have them here today. They are one of the most uh, one of the greatest uh, selling artists of all time of modern time, of all B.C., or A.D., uh, Mr. Robbie Williams, and comedian Mark Hayes. What's the most fancy thing you ever that you bought for yourself? What's the most fancy thing that I ever bought for myself? Um, Bit of... Bought a really big house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bought a really, really big house. Like, because I, I had, I had a place that I would say was like quite humble for me. Yeah, looking back. Yeah, and that was like a mansion. Yeah. It was like a mansion in Beverly Hills in a gated community and wow. it was but then i just was like i want to put my foot down on this and out on it but but bought a place in beverly hills it's 20 acres you had that you have right now yeah oh 28 damn, 20 what? acres that be rich dog 20 <laughs> acres 30,000 square foot no way yeah wait that's 20 acres jeez yeah Dude, you could. Uh, do, uh, are there rooms that you haven't been in in months? <laughs> I've, I've got twenty-seven toilets. That's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, that's. But let me tell you the thinking. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So the thinking is this. Let me push this back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you make some money. Yeah. And then you want to keep that money. Right. And then you want to do things that you understand, and I don't understand much. <laughs> So, <laughs> I genuinely, you know, I, I, and you, you've got all these stocks and shares and investments that you can make. I don't understand them. Right. What do I understand? I understand bricks and mortar. Right. So if I have some bricks and mortar and the stock market and everything goes to hell in a handbasket, it, 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 it still exists. The right. bricks and mortar will be there. So I took the money out of the investments and invested it into bricks and mortar yeah. and bought this place, 20 acres, 30,000 square foot, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, ah, <laughs> I did a grown up thing. 
I did a grown-up thing. Yeah. And you, I'm really proud of myself. And then you go, right, okay. What you don't take into consideration is 20 Acres needs 10 in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. So you need two gardeners. And then... That's where I come in. And here. Yeah, really? Hold on, <laughs> no, no. hold on, hold on, though. So then you've got your insurance for the house. So the insurance on the house because of the fires is 700 grand. Wait, so the insurance because of fires is 700 yeah. grand a year? Yeah. What? what? Seriously? Yeah. And then you have your house tax thing each year, which is 400,000. So basically what you don't take into consideration when you're buying bricks and mortar, especially in California, is that, okay, so you need two gardeners, mm -hmm. three housekeepers, a house manager. Wow. I have security. Oh, yeah. Two it, nannies. Uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> just for me. Yeah. So then what... So basically what I'm saying is you can't win anyway because you know the 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 the, the tax of actually the the like the life tax right. the head tax right. of having a property that big you just can't enjoy it you, just, <laughs> you come you hey, come down laugh off the mic a little oh, sorry. sorry it's good you come downstairs and you see 11 cars parked in your car park outside and they all work at yours wow so you know, you I'm basically wandering around a super yacht yeah. on land. Oh, so it's sort of like drain. It's like a super yacht drain, but on land. Why? Because you constantly just see the money going by. You mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just see. I, I walk down and I everything see, looks like an expense, kind of. Well, I walk into the kitchen today, and there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. And none of them are my family. Oh, damn, <laughs> brother. Do you know what I mean? And they're yeah. they're all doing a job for me, and so I, I it, it's just like you know, like an an old taxi where you're just sort of like watching the the cash go up and up. And oh, up. Yeah, even earlier when I walked in, how many people were like cooking food? There was eight people in the kitchen. Yeah, it's unreal. It, not including us and and the four kids. Yeah. That's why I was like, it feels homely here. Yeah. There's so many people and like the food was cooking. Oh, that's nice. So my big expense yeah. is on people that work for me. Right. I, I'm not a big, um, I'm not a big sort of needless. If, For example, if I want a like bling watch, I'm like, love hip hop. I want a bling watch too. Mm -hmm. I then get in touch with the company and see what I can do for the company <laughs> to get the watch for free. Oh, I see. So you like to you like to save money in some some senses. Uh, I don't know what that is. That's what we. Anyway, back to what we were talking on the way in. That's the level of money I'm willing to spend <laughs> on a studio is one where you have to hear something in the distance every day. Anxiety. So what's yeah. going on? I don't know, man. I think I just get overwhelmed. I don't like being like a boss. I don't like having like once comedy kind of started to turn more also into podcasting, you have to like, you know, help get things done and make sure that everything runs smoothly. And it just becomes a bit like I think it just starts to exhaust me. I don't get to be as creative, you know. So when I'm listening to you say that you have help and people are helping you. I'm like that really perks my ears up because yeah, I'm but like, then, but then, but then you just have another level of problems. Before you got anxiety about being the boss, you were anxious about something else. Yeah. 
So you're just you're just swapping problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, they, yeah. But mine sounds like a better problem than yeah, yours. It does. Yeah, yeah. Yours yeah. is a fountain out front of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my, but but it, yeah, my, my problem does feel better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Who's got better problems? That would be almost a great game show. It's just like yeah. somebody's like, I've got Down syndrome, and somebody else is like, I've got anxiety, and people vote in the crowd. I'd be like, I have diarrhea. I got a paper cut. <laughs> I chafed a nipple. But here, do you know when you yeah, were growing up? Yeah, I wore a up, sharp shirt. <laughs> there was no anxiety when you were growing up, was there? Yeah, was there or not? Uh, no, you didn't know it was anxiety. Yeah. Basically, you're just on high alert all of the time because I'm, I'm from not a lot of money. I yeah. mean, I'm from a rough area. And like Billy Elliot. Like exactly like Billy Elliot. Yeah, yeah like Billy Elliot. I love that movie. So you, there's no anxiety, but like I thought that when I was growing up, I had like a psychic ability to know that there was going to be trouble. That was I thought that it was like I've got this inbuilt radar that detects trouble, but actually what it is is. You're around sociopaths and psychopaths, yeah. so you're actually scared all of the time. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah, all, all, all of the just time. Living in fear. Just living in fear all of the time. And like my wife, who's from Beverly Hills, yeah. she's had an ensuite all of her life. Oh. I'm from a place where we had a bath on Sunday, and I was a third in the bath after Ooh, my mother. Third in the water, huh? Third in You're the water. You're collecting, yeah, you freaking collecting coins at that my, point, brother. My grandma, right? My grandma. First in. Didn't have a indoor toilet oh. until 1983. Really? Wow. Yeah. Just out in the alley? Out in the yard. Wow. Yeah. It's almost hot. She could she could have an OnlyFans now, dude. <laughs> that's what's crazy. Yeah. Is that now that, so, but that's, so your What, family, grandma's toilet? I, somebody would pay for it. I'm sure Colin or Jake, one of these guys would freaking chip in on it. <laughs> I've seen some pretty dark stuff, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so what we so, so you what, a lot of fear, so you always felt fear? Because one of my first feelings that I ever remember in the whole world is being afraid. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my first memory is lucid dreaming that I could fly. Oh, damn. And then I woke up and nearly threw myself down the stairs. <laughs> oh, damn. Like that. Yeah, but I, I because I was born in a pub. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So like no, we, really? we we lived in a pub for my first four years. So I know that my first memory I must have been three or under, and it was lucid dreaming. Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? Yeah, because like, I've just been doing a load of talking, and you're no, just oh, sat we're, there. we're just sitting here with Robbie Williams and Mark Hayes. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll do an intro in the beginning too. Oh, okay. um, and you guys are mates, and you guys are from another country. Oh yeah, Ireland, England, two separate countries, <laughs> yeah, two separate countries. It's all the yeah, same to Americans. Yeah, yeah. To us, I think it does run together. You know, <laughs> yeah. I feel like America's getting so weird. People are starting to go back. I've been seeing like Mayflowers and stuff ads on the internet for like the new Mayflower, and it's heading back across to England. I think people are the Titanic is going home a bit cooked. Yeah, <laughs> I think people are willing to take on an iceberg just to maybe change the scope of things. Here's the thing, though. I think America is so good, no matter how mental it gets will still come yeah yeah because well, you're just like you just see baywatch or you see like mtv and oh, you're like, yeah. oh yeah i want that yeah you That's see me, one know. warm tit on a show yeah and you're just like oh this is better than a cold tit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I've lived in la for 21 years and i i don't know if you have this with la or you have this at all 
but like every five years I'll try and leave LA. Wow. <laughs> Something will happen where I'll just get pissed off and there'll be like a, a bunch of things or a bunch of people where I'm just like, you've really let me down in only a way that people in Los Angeles can let me down. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. And then I go, no, 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 I am leaving. Yeah. And then I get on the plane and I take all the dogs and the children and my clothes and I land in England and I go, I need to get back. <laughs> this is shit. Have you yeah, had that happen? All the time. Have you? Every time. I've done just... it. I've done it four times. Really? I, yeah. Like I bought a house in the countryside in England. Wow. Right. I bought this. It's a castle, isn't it? Yeah. Bought this place in the countryside in England, and like this is our forever home, wife, <laughs> and we are living here now. And we leave those people, dastardly people in Los Angeles, and the children will grow here and will provide memories. And I better not tell her that I hate it and I want to move back. Second night, really? Second night of buying the house, I was like, I don't like it. Was that really? The, was it the oh. English anxiety coming in? Because I get that in Ireland. If I went home and like sat in my couch, I'm like. Oh, this is where like I was trying to get away from. Yeah, really? but do you think it's because something feels like simpler there? Does it feel like not like what are some of the feelings that would make you think that it's is it too quiet? Is it too simple? Is it too old fashioned? Like, are there things that make you think like? I I think in Ireland it feels a bit restricted, whereas in LA, like anything could happen. There's Which opportunity. Like, yeah, you, you walk it, yeah, and like it, 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 sometimes it obviously does. Mm. Yeah. Most of the time, obviously, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But, but in Los Angeles, you just think, I am going, I'm walking around the corner, and Adam Sandler is going to go, We should do a biopic <laughs> about <laughs> your life where I play you. And I'm like, Yeah, Adam Sandler, that should yeah. happen. It's delusional that everyone of all levels thinks yeah, that, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. There's a guy who's Spider Man screaming at people, he's like, I think it used thought. to be more like that was a possibility, though. You know, I think it used to, I, I, I don't, or that used to be certainly a dream. Do you think that's still, I think maybe in our age, that was a dream. Like, yeah. you're like, yeah, I can walk down the street and like Eric Estrada is going to walk up or freaking, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Lou like, Ferrino. Yeah, Lou Ferrino, dude. Yeah, who yeah, I yeah. finally stood behind at a post office one time. <laughs> and his wife, I think he's deaf. I didn't even know that, which. <laughs> Makes the whole Incredible Hulk way more messed up, I think, dude. Painting the death guy green is insane. In 21 years of living here, the only thing that has actually happened like that, where somebody walks up to you and offers you something, was I was at Galleria 16 in the Valley, and I was offered the chance to be The Bachelor. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they know who you are? I don't know. Yeah. You you have that look. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was a while ago. But like the only thing that's ever happened was sort of like you could be the bachelor. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot that that kind of took over where like it was like reality shows people could get like. Would the you be the bachelor? On. No. No. Why? I just would have. I think I'd have. Uh, that's a good question. Why I couldn't be the bachelor, man? I think I would just be kind of scared. I would just be. I don't know. I'd be flirting with the chicks, but then like. I'd be trying to perv out at night probably and like <laughs> sneak around or something. It would, I don't know. I'd probably get busted, masturbate. You know, something bad, something that would make me seem a little bit strange, I think, would happen, you know? 
Your or, true self comes out. Yeah, I think my okay, true so, self. I think my true self can't help but come out. Okay, let's let's pitch that show. <laughs> okay, but let's pitch it where it's called something else now, but it's the same as The Bachelor, but okay. the pervs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what streaming service is it on, or what TV channel is it on? What's it called? The perv. The perv. <laughs> Maybe called. Uh, who's Tom Thumb? Isn't it a famous character, Tom Thumb? It's yeah. It's isn't he a fairy tale or something? Maybe like a peeping tom, something for peeping toms, but where they're like doing well. <laughs> maybe maybe you wouldn't be. Maybe you'd be the. Is it Chris Hansen? It's oh Chris yeah, yeah. Maybe you'd be the presenter of that. Oh yeah, and then, be them. And then you wouldn't have to be. You wouldn't have to be the, the, perf. the perf. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could be like the perv wrangler. The perv wrangler. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be the perv. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd make a good. Perf. Hey, you listen. Would. Straight after this, Ted Sarandos. Hop in the car, we'll go pitch it. <laughs> Here we come, Mr. Sarandos. Back to the England thing. Yeah. Take some explaining. So you get over there, so... This is what happens for me. Okay. Right? So um, at one point in my life, I was ridiculously famous right. in a country that you haven't been to. Right. right? And like, But ridiculously, like Michael Jackson-style famous. Right. And how and, old was he? Uh, how old was I? Yeah. Um, I became famous when I was 17. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I joined a boy band when I was 16. The yeah. boy band took off. Right. And then when I was 21, I left. And then I had a solo career and sold 80 million albums. Jeepers. Hold the, t hold the record for the most tickets sold in a day for a tour and blah, 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 and all of that business. So this meets with, I'm sober, right? I'm right. a sober guy. Right. But this meets with depression and anxiety and mental illness and extreme fame <laughs> and extreme success. Yeah. And I came to America to uh, promote an album. And I'm over here promoting this album. And I'm in like Milwaukee and I'm doing a radio station to eight people at seven o'clock oh, in the morning. Yeah. And like I already have like millions in the bank and a huge following. Uh, and like I'm in Milwaukee and I'm depressed and I'm anxious and there's a guy going, gee, Robbie, that was a great performance. I hope we can uh, play your record. And like, I'm, it's seven o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> What's this hope I can play your record shit? Yeah. And so I'm going around America doing all of this stuff and I'm like going, hang on. So all of this fame's making me anxious and depressed. And if I go to America, I'm famous in Papua New Guinea if I'm famous in America. Right. Oh. So this realization's happening as I'm traveling through America, trying to break America. And then I can remember doing like a Rock the Vote performance in New are York. You? Like, and I've, I've never voted in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, trying to tell the kids to vote. And I'm like, this is, this is, make, this is not authentic. And then I'm like, hang on, what am I doing here? Why am I trying to break this? It, why don't I go and live there, live in an anonymity, and then have a nice life? So the pair, the, the, the grown-up driving the car made a decision to not promote in America and not do anything. So 21 years ago, I moved here and turned everything down wow. that I was offered in the States. Like The Bachelor? Like The Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, this is what happens is that I live in anonymity here, and I really, really enjoy that. Wow. Then I tried to move back to my home country and remember that I have no anonymity there. Oh. And that makes me feel anxious and depressed. Wow. And then I moved back to Los Angeles. So that's oh, basically yeah. what happened. You know, keeping things fresh is, uh, is tantamount. It's paramount.
is important. Um, it's one of the premier things. And I have trouble keeping things fresh. You know, I'm not a real, I'm not that fresh man. I'm not that fresh. If you look at the in the crisper drawer in my house, you're not going to, there's nothing in there. You know, I, I don't really have that much, uh, that, that much that's fresh in my world. But who does is Peloton. One Peloton, that's right. They've got the bike, the bike plus, but they're freshening things up for the new year. They've got boxing, new music artist series, new daily workout varieties. It's easy to stick to your goals when you freshen them up, when you spray a little bit of that. Br- Imagine it's taking your goal, one of your goals and opening its dang mouth and just spraying a mint, breath mint in there. Damn. Beautiful. Peloton has a workout for every goal, every day, every mood. De-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength, 20 minutes of cardio. Do a quick 15-minute total body workout if that's all you have time for. Stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance, cardio, and more. For a limited time, try the Peloton app free for two months, then just $12.99 after per month. New members only visit onepeloton.com slash app to learn more. That's two months free at O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com. Offer expires one thirty one twenty two. Terms apply. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, uh, man, I've had a lot of unmanageability in my brain. Um, and then it's in my life. You know what starts upstairs in my head ends downstairs in my life. And so I've got to manage that. I've been spending time recently to take more advantage of getting well. BetterHelp can do that for you. They will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. They're not joking around. They don't want to waste your time. You'll get thoughtful responses. The service is available for clients worldwide. It is committed to facilitating. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. Get some help. You can get a therapist. You can talk to them. You can video Skype with them. Journaling. You could send out probably a homing pigeon and come back with them. You're doing good, it'll say. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. That's Better H-E-L-P. Dot com slash Theo. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Special offer for this past weekend listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Theo. This, spo- this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's insane. I mean, what a crazy that, that that Los Angeles would be a place that you would come for comfort, I feel yeah. like. You know? Yeah. But it's interesting. It- Did... um. A lot of rappers, they say that they don't like to live in their hometown because people will kill them, you know? Like a lot of, like, like Lil Boosie was in here and he said he doesn't like to live in uh, in Louisiana because people will kill him there because they get jealous and stuff like that. Oh, really? Is there a lot of that kind of stuff in England? Like, do you I, I've f- never, I've never, ever said this, but yeah, I had a contract out me to kill me. No really? way. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> never said it publicly ever. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you put it out for yourself? Was it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it PR? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, is it still out? No. Does it go away? Went away. Jesus. Have, what happened? I have friends. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I have friends. 
but like you know that that stuff sort of is the unseen stuff that happens when you become famous because you were insanely yeah being insanely famous i can't even fathom you know like i've been over to like like i've spent time around justin bieber that kind of stuff is insane you know to see um some of these ufc guys it gets pretty insane really yeah but i can't because did you feel like you needed to escape then or did you feel like you were just going did you, did you feel like you were leaving England, like you wanted to leave, or did you feel like you did, you wanted to go somewhere else? If that makes any sense. Well, there's that, there's that, there's like a few levels of fame and what it does to you. And the the first one is fuck, and there's a couple more I can't remember. <laughs> but the fourth one is like acceptance. You know, you sort of rally against this your privacy being taken away from you and you you rally against it by um, trying to be normal oh, yeah. and trying to be normal, but also I'm going to be small so you don't beat me up. I'm a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Don't hurt me. And yeah. I'm going to go to all the normal places. I can't go because people want to kill me. And But it takes a while to get to acceptance. That and, you can't do it. Yeah. and, and like, then, Did you go to the shop in England? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I could with my COVID mask on. Oh yeah, but you couldn't just like walk down the street and pop in. No, yeah. <laughs> really, no. <laughs> <laughs> it would have caused like, oh fuck. Well, you know, it's like I have anxiety, and I don't like meeting strangers. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, strangers want to meet me. Yeah. And I feel really uncomfortable about it, and it's like thinking about it now actually gives me anxiety. Really? So it's like it's a trigger. It's like and also you've got to be the mayor of the best town that anybody's ever visited. Oh, yeah. Or else people go he's one of those famous people that are a dick. Oh yeah, you oh. got to be the nicest guy oh, every the time. The nicest oh. and actually That's I hard. I, yeah. I I hate having my picture taken. Oh. I, I fucking hate it. I hate it with my wife. Oh yeah. Like she does Instagram and I'm just like the fuck off this <laughs> no. Yeah. Like the the act of having a picture taken makes me go Ugh. For whatever reason that is. Well, probably because so much you in the Chinese believe this, and I don't really even believe in the Chinese a lot of times, but I believe... <laughs> that it I, takes your soul. Yeah. It's not the Chinese. I thought it was like... The Indians. I thought it was the Indians. Yeah. I think that's a made-up... Well, the yeah. Chinese borrowed it because I remember I, I was in China one time trying to take a picture of somebody, and they're like, no, 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 no. They, they come up this. and try to cover the camera. Yeah, they don't want... Because like, they say like it captures a little bit of you. So I think it could make sense that after someone has been so like... And I don't want to use the term exploited, but you, you know, so much of your image and your voice and everything is used for uh, artwork or ambiance or transaction or whatever, that something's got to leave out of your spirit, it seems like. It seemed like it would. Do you feel that at all? Did you ever? Well, that it takes a bit of your soul. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously that's what it is that makes me feel anxious about it. But the, the what happens in the process is this, is that I'm a chronic people pleaser too. Mm, yeah. It's like I want me you too. to think that I'm the nicest person that you've ever met because if you don't and you go away having a bad time having met me, I'll feel really awful. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, <laughs> that's fucking intense. But, but also at the same time, it's like, I don't want you to have any time with me at all. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 what I do is I become agoraphobic, but like happily agoraphobic. And what is ag agoraphobic? 
Not like crops or something, huh? <laughs> agrophobic is like where you're scared. You know what I'm talking of, about no, it's where you. Ah, that's agriculture. Agrophobic is like where you're scared of going outside. Oh, but I'm not scared of yeah. going outside. I just don't want to. Yeah. So, I, but it, it's either. But I, even, I, I do it also here in Los Angeles, where I'm not known. Is that like I'm not bothered to go outside. Yeah. I've been outside. I've been outside. <laughs> yeah, I've been outside. Yeah. One thing, if it gets interesting, I think, and if you want to have a bad time, first of all, go see one of Mark's shows. That'll definitely <laughs> put you fucking <laughs> down the dumps. Yeah, you'll need to call a janitor to help you. Uh, but it's interesting that one of the things that happens is you have with people you have the same interaction over and over again that it gets to be not mundane because each person is you know they're a, a new soul and you're you know there's but it becomes there does become a repetition to it and sometimes i think as somebody that's creative repetition isn't something that makes you feel comfortable maybe mm. or that you're like attracted to kind of so i think sometimes that can be a little bit strange does that make any sense uh, well, there is the repetition, but there's also you, being an introvert doing an extrovert's job. Yeah. It's like oh, my my yeah. job is to be an extrovert, <clears throat> but actually why I was taking all of those drugs is to make me feel okay because I'm an introvert. Yeah. Is I, I, I want to be the life and soul of the party, uh, and I also want to have things in common with everybody, and, you know, but I haven't. Because actually what I want to do is just stay in my bedroom all day. Yeah. It's crazy that being on stage is the only time probably you get to do both. Yeah. Well, maybe. Have you got kids? I don't have no kids, man. How have you managed that? I don't know. I just think I can't. I'm I'm not that good at sex. I'm not like a pre. Like if somebody were picking people for basketball for but it was for <laughs> sex, they'd be like, you know, I'd be the guy at the end that's like, hey, what about me? You know. But I think I just haven't really. Um, I don't know. I, I think I want. How old are you? I'm 41. I'm 40. I'm 40. You look that up. I'm 40 <laughs> or 41. I, I'm 40 or 41. So what do you think's gonna? I mean, like, okay. I want to have a. I need to have a family. Okay. So I'm trying to get some help right now for like. I got a lot of commitment issues. 41. There you go. Bam. So um, do you go to therapy? Yeah. So I go to therapy at 5 p.m. tomorrow, and I'm thinking about going away next month, doing like a couple of week or month men's retreat somewhere to work on like intimacy issues. I just have a lot of like commitment. I just really have a tough time committing. Just fucking do it. Yeah, I like your attitude. No, but I'm no, on the other side. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, this yeah. guy is the worst. Yeah, but he's so unconscious. Yeah. Oh, he is unconscious. He's yeah. completely and utterly unconscious. Yeah. It's like he you've you've stripped away all of your stuff. You you're you're sober, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're a sober guy. You don't get the joy of being unconscious. You 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 see your problems and you go, oh, I've got to deal with that. He's dealing with nothing. Yeah. No, no, he's not. It's great. He's, he's yeah, he's in the HOV lane. He has nobody in the car with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he's, he's not even in a car. He's moving backwards. Yeah, he's moving backwards. Yeah, he's moving backwards and he's walking backwards. I enjoy it. Yeah, he does. That's the thing. Because yeah, oh, I, yeah, I was just thinking it's better to be unconscious. Oh, he's like a hot dumb girl trapped in a daft man over here. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling away, man. And I say that lovingly, bud. I say I say that lovingly too. I say that with like pangs of jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, to be just happy and just he's but the happiest he guy. I call him sometimes just to get happiness out of him. <laughs> he sometimes he, he told me a funny thing. He goes, The more I get to know you, the sadder it is. <laughs> that, that, uh, but like I 
Like, you're in that predicament where it's like, it's bad. <laughs> but it's not bad enough. Not bad enough for a minute. I don't know if it ever yeah, will be. Yeah, that's it. It just stays above the zone. Yeah, because like mine is sort of like, you know, break out in handcuffs, lock me up. Really? Oh, yeah. Lose wife, lose kids, lose job, oh, yeah. lose everything. Oh, but, yeah. But I wouldn't have that. You need to get famous so bad things can happen to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be bad for him. It really would. Yeah. Like he hasn't got a fucking clue. <laughs> he would be busted immediately for something. Yeah. So you just need you need a bit of fame. Yeah, you actually just stay where you are. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right in the zone. Oh, yeah. you're in a perfect spot, Mark. You're yeah. always having fun. He loves chasing the ladies, and the ladies love him somehow. You know. Yeah, they really do. It's charm, I think. It's good looks. <laughs> Mostly good looks. It's charm. Charm, charm. It's charm. It's that Pete Davidson thing. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably good hair. He looks like Pete Moss Davidson, you know? <laughs> what, from, from Culture Club? No, uh, who's bring Pete up Moss? Pete Moss. Can you bring it up? P E A T M O S S? There you are. Yeah, he's like Pete Moss Davidson. It's just an actual, yeah, there you go. Look at that preserved forest moss. That's him right there. That's my hair. Get a good look at him. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's him. Is that the reference that you were going for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, just kind of a damaged fern. <laughs> um, I take all these as compliments. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think, um, did you have like a lot of problems with like, uh, like commitment and stuff like that? Was it hard for you to get a wife? I mean, I'm sure it was easy because. Okay, so. It was genuinely the biggest leap of faith to ever make. Wow. And I could have missed it. And it was a slide indoors moment. And you you may have missed the perfect person oh, for you. It's too late. <laughs> no, you stay away. Well, here's... Okay, that so... Guy, he does bad. He's bad. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. I can't keep my penis in my pants. Yeah. Um, I can't look after myself. Mm -hmm. How the hell am I going to turn up and be a decent human being for another person? Right, exactly. I'm listening, I'm listening now. Yeah. I'll lean in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking. It was like, well, how I can't do this. I can't be the person that I want to be or the person that you need me to be, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to bother. Right. As it happens, 17 years later, four kids later, I am that guy. And really? I was that guy. And I was given the, I gave myself the opportunity to be that guy. My beautiful wife gave me the opportunity to be that guy and believed in me. But did you just say one day, I'm that guy? Did you go to like therapy? Nah. Did you do other things you did that helped you get there? It's like giving up drinking or giving up drugs. Yeah. It, it genuinely is one day at a time. 17 years worth of days later with my wife. Wow. I'm in a monogamous relationship with somebody that I really like, who's really cool, really great to look at, really smart and really creative. Mm. And I, you are, you can be that guy. Yeah, me too. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You're so far away from being that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like a big leap of faith. Yeah. Oh, it's the biggest because yeah. not only that, she gets half if I'm not oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's and, what I was gonna and, say because then you, oh, I like to I'd project in the future. And be like, ah, yeah, but if it doesn't work, so fuck it. Don't, don't leap. 
But yeah. you're more you if your wife that's got to be crazy to go to bed at night and know if your wife kills you she's coming up roses. You know? <laughs> I don't I don't even think about that bit. But at, at the start it was just like there is. When you asked her, when you said, I'm gonna, you're going to be my girlfriend, were you serious about it when you said it to her? No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I broke up with her three times. Nice. You're like, like, but you're like, to come back. Yeah, like the, and like the first two, first three, the three times that I broke up with her, she yeah. didn't even know. <laughs> she just went, she went back to her house and then like a, a flatbed truck turned up with a car on it and, oh. and, and, bin, and bin bags full of clothes turned up. No way, really? Yeah, I was oh, such yeah. a... Pussy, I didn't even nice. tell her that we broke up. You didn't even tell her, damn, bro. No. Savage move. Yes. Yeah, but that's a very Irish English move. Yeah. Like, guess what I got you for Christmas? An apartment. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's like, I know guys in Ireland who be like, yeah, I got a dumper. And next they'll come back and be like, we're engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like too weak. Oh, it's most, I think it's most men or it's, it's, it's hard to just communicate with a woman. It's like looking in the face of like... A uh, puppy. Yeah. I'm gonna break somebody's heart. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I and I didn't have the balls to do it. But I was like breaking hearts left, right, and center because, you know, I I am a man of means with a level of fame. Right. So, you know, I, and not not but ugly. Yeah. So I'm like a good package to people. Right. I, and those so like I it'd be just like top a, shelf. A girl yeah. would come in and go, right, I, she come, walks into Pants Down Palace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then goes, actually, pause. I'm going to put a pause on this because I want to wife him. Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember you told me that. So uh, there wasn't a lot of sex happening because girls would just go, this is, this is a good deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wife I'm going to play him. my cards here. Yes. Uh. Did you, when uh, in Britain, what time do y'all lose, lose y'all's virginities at, like in the UK? Is it like 10 or 11 or is it 17, like uh, a lot of guys? Maybe. I'd say it's 15 yeah. to 17. Wow. And indoors or outdoors, people doing oh, it more. Usually a field. Oh wow! Well, I was a uh, a latch latch door. What do you call them in, in America? Latchkey. Latchkey kid. So you had the so you was if you was home, nobody else. It was just you. So, well, well, yeah. So I I took my the girl back to mine. Oh. And then it was like I was I was like I can't, I can't do that. I can't. I'm scared. I can't do this. Of course. And then as she was leaving, I saw all of my friends' faces pointing and laughing at me, so like <laughs> really? Lino and Giuseppe and Emmo and Pete and Tate, all going ah. And I was like, no, I must do this. Oh, laughing! I thought you were laughing because no, you're laughing because I wasn't going to do it. Oh. So I go upstairs and I go into my room and it's a single bed, and we can't fit on it. Oh yeah. Only room. Oh, no way, really? My mom's. Oh, <laughs> you're, a, right. you're a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Marky? How'd you get rid of it, huh? Uh, I remember I was grounded, so there was a time crunch. And this girl was like, oh, my friend wants to meet you. Oh, this is bad. I was wearing white jeans. It was at Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I met her like behind a wall, like we were in muck and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was raining. Mm -hmm. And she was just kept giving me green lights. Oh, yeah keep going at one point i was on my knees and mock oh <laughs> God. A clue what i was doing not a clue wow. i was just like instead of raining and stuff and oh. just it happened but I, I didn't realize that there, there was an ending that's beautiful i just thought you were just doing it and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> hold on so so there was no ending for you no wow damn 
I because I didn't even know mine, that was a thing. Was, yeah, but like my, hey. mine was over in seconds. Mine oh. have always I've ended. I end sex early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am not. Yeah, people do in sex. They start breaking a sweat. I'm like, <laughs> how would you ever break a sweat, dude? I can start a TV dinner and I am done with sex. But I with enough time to fucking be right by everybody. I'd have window. to have sex with people I didn't fancy just to have long sex. Oh wow! Oh damn! Yeah. Now we're talking issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an Irish thing too. Yeah. You'd fantasize. You'd have sex with your bed, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't fantasize about the hottest girl. Is the girl that you would have sex with have known found out? Oh. So how old were you? I was, I think, maybe I want to say maybe fifteen or something behind a bowling alley in our town, <laughs> and you could hear the pins going down inside. You know, give me power. That's from that. <laughs> I felt like it did anyway, you know, just hearing there, you know, like people in there just, just, you know. Here's, you a, question, here's a question for you. And people started throwing rocks at us as well, just like in the Gaza Strip or like <laughs> in the Middle East. And I was just doing what I could, man. So they started throwing rocks at you because they knew that you were having sex? Or were yeah, I think they were. friends that were throwing the rocks Yeah, at you? they were excited or they were trying to, you know, cause mayhem or something, you know, or just be a part of it. I think they were jealous. So like I can't be there with this rock will and they were like, throw a rock over. Okay, so here's a question. Just weird for you. kids. Can you remember the third person that you had sex with? Can't remember the second. <laughs> no, because I like, I remember the second, but I don't know her name. Oh wow. Third. Second or okay, second person you had sex with. Mm, yeah, no idea. That. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. is weird, isn't it? Yeah. It blacks yeah. out. Yeah. And then third is just like what uh, could be anyone. I haven't, yeah. I haven't reached the third person yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They could walk up right now and I'd have no idea. Yes, please, you know? very pleased to meet you. <laughs> oh, we've met before. Oh, yeah. You, have, have you ever spoke to your first since? No, but I put a na- I put her name in a song of mine mm. and perhaps I shouldn't have done that <laughs> because she'll be a mom. And, oh, yeah. You know. You're like your dirty side. I think it's some. It, I think it depends on the woman. Some women don't mind if you kind of idolize moments like that, or not idolize, but like uh, put them in the memoriams or whatever. You know? <laughs> she I died. Feel like, like Deborah. Both, 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 I lost my virginity to Deborah. She was in the vicinity. It's Deborah. There we go. Was, was, was it Deborah that was? No, no, it wasn't Deb, man. Deb was willing, though. I know that. <laughs> Deb is always willing. Is Deborah a name in your country? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, think I did have sex. One of the first few was Deborah. So, Damn, that's unbelievable, man. So, um, this guy's shocking, dude. <laughs> this guy's like a halfway house for your time. Okay, I feel like. question Have you been close to having uh, a committed relationship with somebody? No, never. I've been in some, but I've just always been like cheating or running around. I just think there's some, I have some like complete agitation towards like anything. I don't want to say owning me, but I think things like that feel like they own me, like a relationship or anything saying this is mine. So now you're a sober person. Yeah. Would you do the same thing? Would you cheat on somebody being the Theo that you are now at 41 years old? I think that's why for the past, like, I haven't gotten in a relationship in a long time, you know, and now it's been about four years, but uh, – Cause I got to do some work in some of that space, you know. I'm trying to work in SLAA right now, and you just even just like little things like go two weeks without interacting with 
texting anything with women, you know, just little things like that to try and like just get on your own two feet, you know, just so I'm not using interactions with women as an outlet for like uncomfort. That's what I do. I get a little uncomfortable and then it's like, I'll maybe set up a date sometimes. So I want to have things be more meaningful and I'm have going you, through my steps again right now. So you, I've had some slips over the uh, pandemic. Yeah, me too. Oh, right. Yeah. Not over the pandemic, but in general, have you come close to being with somebody that you just think is, oh, she's amazing. There was a girl I was seeing that was really great. Uh, and I think now when I think about it, it makes me feel kind of sad because I wasn't, I didn't really meet her halfway, you know? And because then I feel bad because I kind of monopolize their time, you know? That's what I feel the worst about, I think. Sometimes. You monopolize their time how? By like knowing I wasn't really ready to have a strong commitment, but may, letting them believe that I was, you know? Uh, uh, and how long ago was that? It was probably the last relationship I was in. It's been, honestly been all of them, really, but... I think it hurts more the older we get because it's like, you know, people's time is more precious to them. Uh, and also, you know, you think that you're going to have this all sorted uh, uh, in the near future. Yeah. And then you walk through the horizon and you're 41. Yeah. And it's not sorted. Uh-uh. <laughs> and it's still the problem that it was when you were 24. Yeah, it's a and- little better. When I look at Mark, it's almost like, the, <laughs> you know, like in uh, the movie where the Christmas movie where they go look in the window and they see the past. Yeah. So that's where I was, kind of. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, so, so progress. In a loop. <laughs> so there's been some progress, but it's just a, it's got it's a little bit of stagnation. But you're right. It's like, yeah, I thought things would be different where I'm at, and I'm not. So different. you basically have to give the booze up when it comes to sex. You basically have to do the same thing that you did with yeah. booze and drugs, but also with sex and the flirting and the and I don't know how you deal with social media because I met my wife before Instagram. I met my wife wow. before Facebook. I met my wife before TikTok and all of those things. But like if I'd have been around then, that would have been an extra thing that I have to unaddict myself from. Mm, yeah. That's the thing. There's so much temptation. Yeah, it's unreal. You think, oh, I really like this girl. And then just the most unbelievable girl be like, oh. hey, what are you up to? Yeah, I'll be driving home, trying to get home, and Mark will send me some images somewhere. <laughs> what about, you know, Donna's going to be there, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I just. I, can't, I, I live vicariously through yeah. through Mark. I do, he's too. sort of like this one. I'm <laughs> like, whoa. And he's like, this one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mental. It's yeah. mental. He's mental. I live vicariously through him, and the cops even show up vicariously sometimes, <laughs> like even in, just in my visions. But it is tough. You were saying something there. You're like, oh, you think it's going to be different soon? That's funny because I always think that too. What? Yeah. Oh. We walk in through the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will find yourself in the place that yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, give it a six months, and then I'll be ready for it. Yeah. And then it's two years later. You're like, well, I'm still having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not still really. having fun. The fun one. And now, especially in LA, the fun is all the. There's always the possibility. Like yeah. you can. You're li- gonna have to be the bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Have to be the bachelor. Yeah. And so even if you don't, you turn them down. You walk down the street thinking, oh, I'm a bachelor. Yeah. I got Yeah. Somebody wants me to be a bachelor. You go home. You leave your family and you're the bachelor <laughs> but it's true it's just it's always that temptation out here there's this weird thing and you can just you could be at the cleaners here and see like a beaut- you know it's like it's yeah. it's it's, it's um, never ending what they called the you've got to catch them all you've got to get them all what they call oh, the pokemon pokemon yeah. gotta get gotta get them all yeah that's it and it's like I'll, I'll think i like a girl sometimes and i'll be like oh i should text her and i swear to god i'll just be like shit what's her name <laughs> and i'll just be like 
Let's begin with C, D. And then <laughs> in my head, I'm like, come on, I really like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And then, I, and then someone else will text me and I'm like, okay, it's it's you. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a prison to find yourself in. Yeah. Is it a it prison is. or an open field? It's, well, it's an open prison. <laughs> So it's an open prison that you can you can leave at any time. But it's um, you know if you know that you are going to fall in love or fall in lust with absolutely everything at any given time, it kind of it kind of makes sense that you go oh well that's me and this is what's happening. I just don't I don't do anything about it. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of where I find myself a little time. It's like. Or that's where I'm wondering if that's where I'm at. Like, yeah, because I just don't – you think things will be different. Like you're saying in a few years I'll get there, something will be – and then you get there and you're like, oh. And I don't – I'm not a big runaround or anything even. I just notice that I give in to like little things of, of affection, attention, just little things like that that I don't want to – con. I just don't want the same thing. I want to see if there's a different possibility, you know, because even it just like, you know, flirting with the girl or – uh, I'll feel uncomfortable. I'll feel like I had a bad. I'll set up a date. You know, let me go on a date. That'll help. You know, like um, so. I just wanna, but I'm not. I find myself in spaces where I'm not making myself really available. You know, oh, yeah. if that makes sense, because I'm just my the reasons I'm doing stuff aren't motivated always from a place of like uh, maybe this is what's or from love or anything like that they're just kind of motivated from a place of like um uh, what feels kind of comfortable what would be fun you know See, and sometimes I, it's just fun i met my missus when i'd retired oh yeah because like things got really sort of was it dicey out there for you mentally just completely ill and just like well it's my career <laughs> that's doing this so i might as well not Wait, do my career yeah what, we're retired from what from the famous oh I from the singing from no 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 from the singing oh, right, yeah. yeah yeah from the singing so like i was re i was retired and then i met my missus and we just had, had three years with her of not going out wow Oh, really? Yeah, so we were just at the house, mm. and it just cemented this thing. And then I realized that I need purpose, and I'm ambitious, and I, I need to go out and do things. So I unretired and went out into the world, but now I'd cemented this relationship with this person. And I went back out into the world, and I was like, oh, I, I can't do the things that I uh. used to do. I, so how do you, you – you, you clue in quite quickly. Really? It's like, okay, so – I'm not flirting. Right. I'm not going to the club. Yeah. I'm not going to the pub. Um, and I have to un I have to un everything that I used to on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I I did it. Fucking did it. And if I can do it, anybody well not you. <laughs> but if I, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. No, I like hearing that. I appreciate you kind of sharing some of that, man. Because, yeah, I think that's just kind of where I'm finding myself, you know. And I'm not – and part of me, I'm kind of excited about it. I had like five days where I didn't have any interaction with anyone, and I was doing real good. And I f started to feel like a good relationship with my higher power. I was like really like, oh, man. I had a little bit more time. I was looking at my place like, oh, maybe I'd like uh, do an art or something, you know, oh, yeah. like or get a candle or something. Because you know? like, <laughs> like everything in my house is the previous owners. It's like it's all like their stuff, you know, uh -huh. like there's pictures of their family in the bathroom. <laughs> it's just like. It's but don't, don't you also think that uh, when I get a missus, she'll do all of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to just hurry a missus in just to get, you know 
Well, well you're 41, you're hurrying. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Huh? Yeah. It's like, but <laughs> women complain about that about guys in LA. They'll be like, I'm not ready to settle down. And there's 57. See, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I want to get some. I want to at least get in a place now where I could at least try. I think to have a relationship. Also, that was I'm real. getting big vibes that you'd be an ace dad. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah, thank, you. You, thank you. Yeah, no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting like big vibes that you'd be an awesome daddy. Oh, thanks. Man. Yeah, I want to tell you about a company that I've been using for our web presence. They're a beautiful company, beautiful little outfit. And they've started the last website you'll ever need. No more. No more paying 10 grand to get a site or some crazy. This is it. They do it. It's the last website you'll ever need. They did ours, theovon.com. You can check it out. It's just $498 to start. And then after that, it's just $249 a month. And that's it. They build everything. You get on with them. You consult. They do it. They revamp. Revamping. I don't even know what it is, man. It's like sound like a damn, uh, you know, a uh, some like somebody gonna suck your blood, but it's different. You know, it sound like a Dracula's son who's maybe been doing pills or whatever and got sent up to Alaska for rehab. But this is different. I'm talking about modify.com/theo. Go there. Check it out. They'll do all the, they build the site, they'll do the branding, they'll figure it all out for you. It's the last website you will ever need. It's simple. If you're running a business, they can help. They changed my website, they put it together, they did an update the other day, gave us a new design, bing, we're living. We're living well on the, on the web. Modify, M-O-D-I-P-H-Y dot com slash T-H-E-O. I want to let you know, you know, I was trying to get a loan mortgage loan home you know i wanted to get our dang home i wanted to live in something i didn't want to be outdoors anymore i didn't want to be battling the rain i wanted a mort mortgage and the problem was i had some dings on my credit i mean like somebody had showed up with a bat and just beat it just beat my dang credit like it had been mugged but i needed help and so i contacted this company that i'm about to tell you about man I'm serious. I contacted this company, and within a couple months, I had the dings off my report, and I was able to get a better mortgage. Bridge Credit Solutions, that's who. They're different. They're backed by a 100% money-back guarantee for any items that cannot be removed off your credit. I needed items removed. I got them removed, and then bing bong. I got the loan because my credit score was better. It, I, I can't even tell you how much it changed things for me. You will not find uh, the 100% money-back guarantee anywhere else in the industry. You know what you're paying for at the beginning of the repair. It's written into the contract. No job is too big or too small. Bridge Credit Solutions caters to all types of clients. That's right. They will guarantee removal of certain negative items in as quick as 24 hours. Schedule your free audit in three easy steps. Zoom or phone call. And get a free three-bureau credit report, $25 value with 30 days of free credit monitoring and identity theft protection when you sign up through this link, bridgecreditsolutions.com. I'm not joking. I'm living in a home because I was able to get it because they helped with the credit, man. My credit was banged up. My credit was an ICU, dog. Um, 
So bridgecreditsolutions.com slash T-H-E-O. Once scheduled, a bridge credit strategist will contact you to review your report with you. They work. Check them out. If you have the same issue I have, you want to get that loan, but you got some dings. You need the better score to get the better loan amount. Then you save the money on the loan. Bing bong. Yeah, I could think I could be a good dad, dude. You know, I think uh, some of it would be a little dicey, bro. You know? But you must have taught that. If there's kids well, at your I'd house. Be a good dad. No, yeah, no, did not you? that. It would be dicey as fuck. What, for him to be a dad? No, for, for you. you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely. I, like, I'm an, I'm an agoraphobic that can't look after himself. I'm depressed. Yeah. Uh, and I'm full of anxiety. What have I got to offer? Yeah. That's, that's, you know, it's like I wasn't going to get married and I wasn't going to have kids just because of the nothingness that I had to offer the world where those points yeah, exist. Yeah. And now I've got four kids, and it's true. I have nothing to offer. But <laughs> <laughs> well, your kids, you could put them in another wing of the house, man. You could put a kid in a room until he's six. <laughs> I, you know, I, I still, I still feel that way about the kids. You know, it's like I, I'm, I, I'm like sporadic dad. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I'm watching the football <laughs> and doing art and writing songs and. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I am, I am sporadic. Also, you know, that was another thing about kids is that if I'm agoraphobic, if I have children, it will mean that I have to leave the house. Uh, the yeah. kids will smoke me out of the house. <laughs> Did it work? Not really, no. Uh. But like, I feel that everyone doesn't think they can be a dad, and then it just happens. Do you think? But that's bad. That when it happens that way, I think it's not really the best way. You know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Mark is unbelievable. I can't even believe I'm sitting here with him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. This guy's just one of a kind, man. Uh, there's just really nobody like this guy. You told me before. You're like, you were saying some. You were describing a bad guy, and then you were like. You're that guy. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, no, 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 take that back. And you're like, no, no, I was describing him to say you're that guy. And I was like, no. But I do think it is like, oh, I might be that guy now, but in three years. Do you think you could ever get to a place where you could be? Oh, yeah, I think it. Really? Yeah, but like, I think now Rob has made me realize, oh, think away. Yeah. And then, yeah. You, then you die. Yeah. Yeah, because like you're you're not there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're like wrongs away from that. Um, yeah, I mean, this ain't even a great spot. Mate. <laughs> so you better get up here pretty quick. But then Mark's the guy you go to if you want to know what's going on, what's fun. You know, he like is always kind of keen on like what's what's good out there. You know, I'm a fun guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Do they have like a lot of? Uh, I feel like in England and in UK, that's all of you guys, right? That they have more superstition than they do over in America. Oh, yeah, I think so. Is that true, you think? Well, like, I, I think anxiety in Ireland just comes from your mom. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, don't don't touch chicken ever. You'll get salmonella, you'll die. Yeah. And every time now I'm near a chicken, I'm like, I hear my mom's voice. Or like prayers, catalogs, catalogs, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> what we are. Yeah. <laughs> catalogs. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're like lapsed catalogs. Yeah, we're catalogs. Yeah, we're catalogs. It's insane, though, because you'd be like, don't do that, don't do Wouldn't that. Wouldn't Christian Don't do that, don't do that. You're like, what the fuck should I do? That's where my sweating comes in. Oh, you're sweating always. And it's weird, too. Like, in Ireland, if I told my friends I went on a date with a girl, they'd be like, that's gay. 
Oh, yeah. And people die in Ireland all the time from coughing and everything, huh? You always see that in the movies. People dying from like... You're watching movies from the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever, man. I got... Yeah, that's exactly... That's exactly that's how it is. That's slow cable, mate. Yeah. We got some... Pleurisy. Yeah, yeah, really. What's that movie with Tom Cruise? Far and Away. Yeah. He thinks it's modern day mm-hmm. Ireland. It's like the I just see a lot of people coughing and not doing well. <laughs> oh, he's still dealing with the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He thinks people in Ireland are coughing into napkins. Yeah. With blood on it. With blood. <laughs> Have you left America much? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did a, we did some shows in uh in the UK last year, two years ago. How did they go? They did well. We did um, Manchester, London, Glasgow. London. He thinks Glasgow's Ireland. Yeah. Shout out Glasgow. <laughs> yeah. And, Glasgow. Uh, <laughs> somewhere else, brother. Stockholm. Somewhere else. Stockholm. 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 Sweden. Lovely socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was fun, man. I really liked it. It was, I think, during, I don't know if it was winter or if it was like at the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know what was going on, but it was kind of a quiet time. But Durban, well, I what think. was the What was the... Durban. Is Durban. <laughs> Durban's like South Africa. That's Australia, Durban. isn't it? I don't know where he went. No, Durban. This is about, yeah, this is a different time. <laughs> so what did, What was the... Susp- the, um, the uh, superstitions? Superstitions, yeah. Oh, well, like, I, I, in Ireland, here's a dumb one. Touch wood, all right? Touch wood. And then I saw a guy after a soccer game one time, and he was like this. Yeah, that's OCD, though. Yeah. No, but he goes, why is that? You're like, I'm blessed. I'm saying Hail Mary, full of grace, our father. And I, I was like, that's so dumb. And the next time I had a big exam, I swear I was like this. Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's OCD. But y'all got more ghosts. Y'all got more older stuff over there. I'm saying because of time and everything, you guys have a lot more ghosts over there. No. Oh, yeah. You are closer to the woo-woo in Los Angeles than you are in England. Mm. It it is so more paranormal and weird and UFO-y. We actually got got a question. I I forgot about this. It came in right here. Hey, Theo. My name's Gabby. I'm from New Zealand. Big fan of yours. Um, actually managed to catch a show of yours like in 2017 at the Comedy Store really, really randomly when I was in LA for a week just on holiday. So Thank you, I miss. was really, really stoked uh, to catch that. Um, also a big fan of Robbie Williams as well. Not a mark. Uh, I do have a question for him. Um, I saw him on the Skinwalker Ranch documentary. Um, I was quite surprised to see him there, and I just wondered what sort of interest he had in, you know, paranormal experiences, or if he's had any alien experiences, you know, anything in that kind of realm. I would just be really interested to find dark out. arts, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. called space spirit. Yeah, I've had. You've loads been involved of, with it. I've had loads of experiences, and more. That's obviously from the UK. No, I just uh, that's what I find hard to believe. Robbie is that? No, listen, I've got a thousand-year-old home. In England, right? It used to be a manor. Yeah, it used to be one of Henry VIII's wives' houses, Catherine Parr. And I feel closer to the weird here in Los Angeles than I do back home. Mm. Something like a transmit, Lost Angels. 
Los Angeles, the transmitter that turns on when I'm here, mm. that I'm... Things haven't happened since the kids have been around, but I'll t do you want me to tell you my UFO stories? Yeah, if you got okay. something. So, if you're keen to, do you know it? <clears throat> I don't know, probably. So sure. I am... You need to get abducted. So, <laughs> so I am sat on a sun lounger with a girl beside me, so it's over 17 years ago because of the wife. They're going to say over 17 years old because... <laughs> she was over 17 okay, years good. old. We've had some issues in our industry. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm looking... We're both looking up at the sky, and all of a sudden, I would say the size of quarter of a football field, your football field, mm -hmm. square, matte black, just silently came in, completely sober, <laughs> silently came in, and there was yellow underneath it. And um, it sort of had like this artex, artexing feel um, with matte black underneath it. It came in silently and then silently left. And I could have hit it with a tennis ball. No way. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And yeah. you saw it? Ab absolutely positively. Did you feel like then that you got to see something like that because you were famous? Did that ever cross your mind? Like, is there a reason why I get to see this? Is it like... Is the other side trying to communicate with me? Well, in, yeah, there is because of narcissism. Yes, yeah. there is. <laughs> there is. There is that. that yeah, but there's, there's so many thoughts. That's one of them. Um, but I also thought, oh, that's ours. I didn't think it was aliens from a different planet. Oh, that's huge. I, 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 it, inside me just went, there's some exotic technology that we're not supposed to have, that we do have, but it's ours. I didn't feel as though it was little green men from outer space. Wow. Yeah. And that was in the UK? No, it was here. Oh. The other one is, I wrote this song about alien abduction called Arizona. Mm -hmm. It's not one of my best songs. It's a B-side. But I'm sort of like listening to it in the studio and smoking a cigarette overlooking the San Fernando Valley. And um, you whittle, you whittle at lyrics okay. to get them right as best as possible. And I... Uh, Arizona comes on and this gold ball appears in the sky over the San Fernando Valley. And I'm like, nice try, Venus. I know that's Venus. You're not going to fool me. I'm not going to be like one of those woo UFO people. Yeah. And then I thought it was Venus during the day. Oh, yeah. Arizona, the Planet. song ends. The gold ball blinks out. And I'm like, interesting. <laughs> put the song on again. So they put the song on again and the gold ball comes back. Songs about alien abduction, and I'm like, now you've got my attention. Song ends, and the gold ball beeps out again. I'm like, wow, that's a happy coincidence. So I said to the lads, I said, lads, come out and look at this. Put the song on and look over there. Song goes on, ball comes on. Song ends, ball goes out. Wife arrives, babe, this thing's happened. Come see this, look over there. Song on, boom, gold sure. ball. Song ends, gold ball comes out. Six times it happens. After the sixth time, me, the wife, and my two friends go back into the bedroom where the uh, the studio is, and we go, fuck, what the... And as we say that, a black strip comes through the door about 20 feet away. No. -uh. Black strip like this, elongates through the -uh, middle of us. Really? Elongates through the middle of us, goes to the window, and then follows itself out like that. Oh. What? Yeah. Jesus. What the... 
Yeah, the, listen, I've got loads and loads and loads what? of them. <laughs> no, that's too many already, man. Yeah, I've got that's a <laughs> lot. Fucking... Yeah, I've got loads of them. Wow. Yeah, so there's... I w- did you feel like it... Okay, so that instance, did you feel like that was like a human, like a person? Did you feel like that was related to any territory or... I, If I was guessing what I think that might be mm-hmm. or might not be mm-hmm. is interdimensional. Yeah. Or, Maybe we're trying or, or, out or a you know, or a figment of all our imaginations. Everything's on the table. Nothing's off the table. Could it be duct tape between different realms or something. You Maybe. know what I'm saying? You don't know some of the things it, that are holding together. It the was realms. exactly like you know duct tape yeah. that really? came through the room and then went and followed itself out of the window. Damn. Yeah. I could see something like that in the few two hundred years from now. You order duct tape into the room. <laughs> it just slips and it in. shows up. You know. Do you know what Skinwalker Ranch is? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, well, Google Skinwalker Ranch and check that. That's what the nice lady was talking about. I'm on a documentary about this ranch in Utah, I think it is, where things happen. Really? Damn, that's a dark arts. It's Post Post Malone at Skinwalker Ranch. Who's some of my favorite British people? James Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that just... just That's just a random... James Blake's a nice English person. Yeah, I, I, I love him. Who else do I... Think is great. Oh, I know who. Darren Till. Who's that? Darren Till, fighter. Oh, was he a fighter? Guy. Yeah. yeah. Big fan of his. Yeah. Um, I don't know that many others actually. Is that it? The Beatles. You? Yeah, the Beatles. But I'm not that big on them. You too. Uh, you too is okay. Yeah. You too is okay. The Rolling Stones. Yeah, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Yeah. Who else? Black Coffee in Bed. Have you heard that song? No. <laughs> this feels like an alien experience. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of things that are British because we didn't have a lot of... When we were growing up, they didn't even have a lot of like... I remember the map in our town, Canada, they didn't even say Canada on it. It said like it had a picture of a wolf attacking a boy in a coat, you know? <laughs> and that was the whole thing for Canada, you know? And if so- we If we had a map here, could you, could you point to England, do you think? No, I know I couldn't point to England. I could point to the area that it's in, though. <laughs> could you point to Hawaii? Yep. Could you point to Montana? Nope. <laughs> See, I can point to Montana. Could you point to Florida? Yes. Where are you from? Florida's easy because I'm from Louisiana. Okay. So Florida was like our main. Florida was like the main place you even went. Like if you saw somebody, I remember when I was a kid, if you saw somebody, their shirts had Florida on it, you were like, damn, yeah. dude. <laughs> Those people are traveling. What about you know? what about Rhode Island? Could you? No. I could find that. Nobody could find, find that. that. Yeah. I could. It's the clitoris of America. <laughs> Nobody's isn't it, isn't it the finding small, that Isn't it home. the smallest state? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, You're welcome. It could be. Well, it'll get taken it's over soon. American. I'm yeah. sure it'll get taken over soon. Um, what else do we have? Let's get another good question that came in here for the gents, eh? Oh, oh W. What's up, Leon, Robbie? First of all, hope you're doing well. Secondly, I am right now stuck in quarantine for two weeks because Australia does that to you. I'm at Our Willy Land. Yes, Theo, you've got to come do a flip off this ramp back here. So do you, Robbie, actually. My mum would be stoked. But my question is, when do you think the world is going to be back to normal? And do you think it is? And if yes, how long do you think it's going to take? Love you all. Gang, gang. I love him. I love him, by the way. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Will he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm big fan. Yeah, People yeah. love him. He's, yeah. a, he's easy to love. He is. He's he's a dude. I mean, I've never met him, but you can just tell that he's the nicest person he, he's ever. Great he's great. He love. does too. He, he, he came on here. He, he was on here once. So was Chris Hansen, who you mentioned earlier, was on here oh, once. Oh, really? I guess we've had an interesting group. Mark. <laughs> Man. So we've been we've done guess, it all. Guess the <laughs> yeah. it's probably the best. Podcast. So the question is, when do we think this is going to be over? Are you shocked at how much like? Because we've already given two years of our life to this thing. Has it been know? two? It's fun. What? It's been a long time, man. Imagine people. This is shit that breaks my heart when you think of people that was like, you know, trying to maybe women that was hoping to have a child and looking to meet someone, oh, yeah. and they don't have that chance now because of. I'm not saying it's not a deadly disease, but it's not this deadly, man. That's my thoughts on. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't have brought that into it. But when do you guys think it'll be over? That's more. That's a better. I think. I think. Um... Every summer we're going to think it's over, and then every winter it's going to come back. Oh, yeah. And I, I, every time that I've had a guess at when this is going to be over, I've been completely wrong. So when this started, it was like end of January, February, nearly two years ago. And I was like, this is going to be over by June. Mm. And now we are two Christmases nearly yeah, yeah. into it, and it's still going strong. It's, it's terrifying. You know, it's it's terrifying for many, many reasons, but like selfishly and personally, I haven't been able to gig. I haven't been able to do a tour. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, I, 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 you know, I, I'm hopefully going to go on tour uh, end of next year. But then you see how the end of this year has gone. Yeah. As, am I going to be able to do that? Uh, am I going to be able to look after my four kids, uh, keep them in the lifestyle that they're accustomed to? Yeah. Who knows? It, my spidey senses, which was so wrong last time, mine say we've got this for five years. Really? That's, I thought uh, another year, maybe. Well, as you said, I forgot about. Go? Yeah, I forgot about like summer seems okay, and then winter is like, oh, it's a new strain yeah. pops up. But in some parts of the country, it's not. You can go to different parts of America, and they're not even doing acknowledging this. it. Yeah, really. And they're not, the hospitals aren't filled. So it's it's definitely interesting how different parts, it's more of a, it's more catered to, you know, it's more, or it's more, uh, there's more preventative measures, I think. Well, there is, you know, there is a, a topic that it would do us all a great favor if we didn't discuss what we really thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll it, do that then. It, it yeah, almost, we'll it that. almost <laughs> sounds like uh, my love life where I'm like, ah, I'll fix it soon. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the summer of sex yeah, yeah. and then the winter of discontent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just staring where, at the wall. Where are you on the whole, you know, sort of, uh, because you've walked through the horizon. Mm. You're past 30 yeah. now. You've done a bit of time on the planet. Yeah. Where are you with the, uh, is, is it just like a, an oblique concept that's out here somewhere the commitment, the settling down, yeah. or is it in the forethought, forethought of uh, your mind? It's in when I'm hungover. So it's something to feel depressed and anxious about. Yeah, be like, hungover. oh, that would be nice. It's kind of like the song. Oh, when you need love. Yeah. <laughs> when you oh. need tenderness. And then when the serotonin comes back, I'm like, oh, I'm having a great time. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do you need to be in a relationship? Do you need to have commitment? Do you need any I, of I don't stuff? think so at the moment. 
But like your moment, you think you're still <laughs> you're still looking out of these eyes that still think they're 19, 20, 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so at the moment. Yeah. It's like you're going to be having a free bus pass <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, and, you know, so like I just don't think so at the moment. Like I'm in a very happy, committed relationship and my life is so much better because of it, I don't want to go anywhere or be with anybody other than my wife. Mm. That aside, do you need to be in a relationship? Yeah, maybe you don't need to. You, I don't think you need to, no. man. You're doing well. Do you need the to? Ladies like Do him. you need to? I don't know, man. I have, I always have a problem. I, I just always think something's wrong. You know? I have a lot of whatever that is. Like, oh, I'm always, like, there's always some emotional deficit going on, you know? The dis-ease. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's a just, discom yeah, I have a constant discomfort. Um I Yeah, I have a constant I have a constant discomfort. <laughs> yeah. Do you not have a constant discomfort no, because you booze and you sort of self medicate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I, I'll have I'm yeah, uncomfortable now. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I've got anxiety now. Let me ask you this, right? You don't have a drink for four weeks. Mm. What's your mental state like in mm. four weeks' time? Oh, I'm not I'm just a bit bored. But I also have pain in my lower back. Okay. I quit because... So you're drinking for pain, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you're an American then. <laughs> the stress. You're in a union. Up. I remember I, I stopped like for four weeks uh, a couple of years ago. You're sober bad. October or something. And I was like, I, I couldn't lie down. The That's pain, your liver, bub. No, the pain in my back just was like a knot. Does your back feel round and it's kind of down over here by no, the bottom? It was is there. It, is it here? Yeah. Is it yeah. there? Yeah. That's your liver. That's your liver, man. No, no, no. This is after <laughs> yeah. four weeks. You think you have a They're soft, not, round back? Yeah. yeah, because it's it's in because it's in constantly inflamed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you don't you don't drink, so you have oh. nothing to numb it. This You're gonna pass This a is stand. a subject we're better off oh, not oh, talking. Oh, 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 so it's not there. No, it is, yeah. It's in the yeah. bone oh no 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 it was like uh, in here you're gonna yeah, pass a stone that, one that's day. liver oh right so but when I was walking you're to gonna the piss liquor a store, crack rock dude you're gonna pass a stone <laughs> the pain brother. went away yeah walking to buy booze yeah. it disappeared speaking of the rolling stones you're gonna roll a couple out of your wiener one day <laughs> from all of that drink specials building up in him <laughs> is that what's that <laughs> Yeah, your liver, yeah, dude. Bro, Mark would be the best thing. Mark would be like at the bar, you know, with it and some of the high tables. He'd put his computer on the table at like a, a nightclub. Get a, his computer out there just at a nightclub. Get his ear ear things and pretend he was a DJ, dude. So, <laughs> so all the drunk chicks would come up and talk to him. He'd be like, "Yeah, I'll play it in a second. He's just fucking emailing people. A nice little tip. Jar. Are you are you writing? Yeah, Are you be creative. Or what? What? Yeah. What's your outlet apart from? How, do you have any time outside of podcasting and comedy? Outside of podcasting and comedy, what are your creative outlets or your outlets at all? Mm. It probably has been kind of. Uh, I think socializing has been one. So that's what something I do want to cut back on, which includes like dating erroneously. Um, how do you do with socializing? I do okay. I think fortunately with stand-up, it builds – a lot of that is built into it. So it's like you almost – I count kind of sometimes stand-up as my socializing because so you're you at don't, the club. Do, yeah. you, do you feel – okay, so you feel like your tribe is comedians. So you, you feel comfortable within that tribe of people? I think so most of the time. Outside yeah. of that tribe of people, how are you socially? I like spending time within the recovery room, the recovery group. Right. Talking with people like that. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Um, but I need more time for myself. I got to do some things for myself. I do everything. It's just been work. 
So I think part of so me is just you're real gonna, tired. So you, you are checking yourself into a men's recovery place to give yourself some space. So you're not, are you, is that like rehab or is that like no. a meditation place? I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm talking to like five or six of them right now, just trying to decide, or, you know, investigating. And how long will you spend there? I think I'll probably just do two weeks. Okay. And I, what do you hope to get from it? Um, I would just want to think, I want to build a relationship with my higher power. I want to have, I want to go over like some intimacy issue kind of stuff. And what else, dude? Mm. Did you have a relationship with a higher power when you were growing up? <clears throat> no. No. And but, what, what, what is your higher power? Just God. Just God. Yeah. A God of your understanding or a religious God, a Christian God? Yeah, I kind of attach it to a Christian God because that's what's most familiar for me. But I'm a, I, I just think of God. I just believe in God. Have you had your atheist moment? Uh, I think I did when I was younger. I didn't think that God existed, all this kind of anger. But I don't think I have that anymore. I want there to be a God. I want there to be something that's that cares about me. You know? And do you, do you uh, pray? Do you pray in the morning and at night? Yeah. And you've started to do that since you were in recovery? Yeah. Mark? No. No. Mark, you need it. <laughs> you need a couple. I'll throw, I'll fire off a few for you, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, almost, I was telling Rob earlier, I almost, there was a girl recently that I was chatting to, well, a while back, and she was very much into the Bible and religion. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself, like, I, well, like, I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to read the Bible too. Oh, yeah. Not lying in the moment, but afterwards I was like, what am I doing? I can't. Yeah, you can't read. I'm, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? She's like, do you want to go to mass? I'm like, oh, it's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, I vomited on a woman once on accident and uh, <laughs> and then met her at church in the morning. She's like, you're not going to meet me. And I was like, I'll meet you. And I show up just eyes just so red, just horrible. <laughs> so what was your drug of choice? I think just... Feelings, my own feelings is my biggest drug. Just thinking of just, just my brain is just uh, my thoughts and my feelings. I've never really struggled that much with addiction, with like substances, you know. I think I relate a lot more with like uh, SLAA type stuff and those type of things. How do you sleep? I don't sleep that great. I think. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. I, yeah. <laughs> What do you think that is? Do you think we're also just getting to be an age where we don't sleep well? You think there's kind of like a... Well, I, I, a new thing for me, like 47, is like peeing five times in the oh, middle the worst. of the night. Uh, the worst, man. You can't drink <laughs> any water after about maybe 7 p.m. Really? Because it just keeps coming out of you. <laughs> really? That's why I see old people. They're just traveling around peeing in different places. Yeah. They're like dogs, yeah. Like it's just started to happen oh. where I, you know, like normally I would close my eyes and when I did fall off to sleep, I would stay asleep. Yeah. But now, <laughs> but now I, st- I, st- I go to sleep and then I wake up five times. Is that really? That, Jesus. Well, and that's happened in the last 12 months. Well, there's machines talking in the distance too while we're laying there. It's getting fucking pretty weird, you know. Yep. That information is traveling through the air into your phones and computers and printers and satellites and all. Did you have you been addicted to Ambien at any point? No, never. I would do it. What what what's that again? It's uh sleeping. It's nighttime, baby. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Were you? Uh-oh, yeah. Were you really? Yeah. Was it good? <clears throat> What'd you do? What would you do on it, huh? Uh sleep eat. Oh yeah. So I would sleep. Get up and have a pie, eh? So I would sleep eat, yeah. And there was one time we were in uh, Ireland and I was doing a show and they bought 
they bought 32 euro. So like $32 worth of chocolate. Oh, <laughs> That's a lot. Right? Yeah. And because of Ambien, I ate 32 dollars no worth of chocolate. Amen. Asleep. What? Completely asleep. Amen. Not known it's like that a Japanese game show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's unbelievable. And did that cause you to shut it down? You're like, I'm going to roll the dice again. See what else I can eat. No, by that time I'm in on, I'm addicted. So I, I need it to go to sleep. I'm also on tour. And if I don't sleep and I'm on tour, oh, then oh, I, I'm going to just not perform the way that I performed in the last gigs. And oh my God, and I'm tired anyway. So if I, so all the way through that tour, I was sort of like living like a monk food wise oh, yeah. during the day, sort of my body as a temple. But then at night I'd be taking these Ambien and then I would be eating the mini bar. No way. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'd be eating the mini. Do you actually, you don't remember any of it? Huh? You don't remember? Don't remember any of it. Wow. But also another one was sort of like my security on tour. They, 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 they'd have the Ambien and I'd be like, can I have the Ambien? So they give me the Ambien. Right. And then I'd go next door <laughs> And then I'd have my ambient and I'd fall asleep on the ambient. And then then I would get up yeah. completely naked. Yeah. Go through to security room and have a conversation with them no. as lucidly as this. Wow. Really? But completely naked. And Jeez. asleep. And asleep. That's beautiful. And then I'd wake up the next it's morning. It's like Joe Biden. I'd wake up the next morning and I'd go, I'd say, I didn't do it, did I? And then this look on their eyes would just be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. You did do it. That must be tough to get off. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, because like, it, like you said, if you need sleep that much and then you can't sleep, you're like, just give me the fucking pill. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Especially if you're on tour. Like, if you get stressed out, like I got it. If I don't get my sleep, I'm, I'm not. I'm... Dude, dude, <sighs> I've been in positions where I play Wembley Stadium. Wow. I'm awake at twelve o'clock the next morning. And I've got to play Wembley Stadium oh. again in eight hours' time. And I haven't been asleep. And really? there's no there's no drugs. I'm completely and utterly sober. It's just my mind is go because you're in front of eighty thousand people. Oh yeah. And you've just shared this mass experience with them where you just like you create your own drug inside of you. So you're yeah. you're creating dopamine, adrenaline, serotonin, but like this crazy amount because there's 80,000 people looking at you and then <laughs> you go back to the room and you're sort of like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. But then you've got to go do it again. Oh. And that's why, that's why touring crushes me. It's like, really? oh. do you enjoy touring? No, I don't at all. Do you enjoy the gigs that feel spiritual and otherworldly? Oh my God, I couldn't even tell you what they're like. Mm. They're unfucking believable. You know that moment where you're in the pocket, you're in the yeah, pocket and you can't miss and everything that you do and you just free float. Yes, yeah, that like is that. absolutely otherworldly and incredible. How often does that happen on tour? Not very often. Why? Because I've had three hours sleep in the last week. Oh God. And I've, you, you've then got to do the thing. You you know, you you performers. You've then got to go and do the thing again, which is why that, you know, I got the addicted to Ambien. Thing that I did um, last few weeks. Have you tried magnesium to sleep? Yeah, I have been taking magnesium and I said, it helps if I remember to take it. Yes. So how many milligrams are you taking in that magnesium? Two pills, two white pills of it. 100, 200 milligrams. Mm, I don't know. 
So I feel, I feel it. I think I feel it. Uh, yeah. So uh, did you take it last night? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the magnesium has been giving me anxiety though. Fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. So I've been taking magnesium a lot over the last couple of weeks. And I've noticed that I'm grumpy with the missus. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. But yeah. are you sleeping? Huh? Are you sleeping? Yeah, I'm sleeping. Well, there you go. I mean, you can't have it all. <laughs> yeah, but so I, I've noticed the anxiety too. So I've knocked the magnesium on the head last couple of days and the anxiety has gone. I don't know. Oh, really? So yeah. It's a dirty band. It's a fucking dirty experiment always going on inside of us, it feels like. It's a real... What time do you go to sleep? What time do you wake up? I went to sleep probably about 11.30. Woke up at 3 in a fit of anger for about 40 minutes and then went back to sleep. <laughs> fit of anger in the middle of the night? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard anyone... So you wake up in a fit of anger about not being able to sleep? Or... I'll wake up, no, my brain starts thinking about something, then I'll start doing something online, and then I'm angry. <laughs> Because I don't have a lot of time during the day sometimes, so it's like, oh, fuck, I got a little bit of time. I'm, oh, and yeah. then I'm too angry, then I need to go back to sleep. So I'll probably get into a nap today. So what is your... Nap is good when you drool. You ever had that? <laughs> yeah. When your but... face just kind of orgasms, Okay, dude. but like daytime yeah. sleep. Daytime sleep, when you wake up from it, do you need sugar? Mm. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I haven't noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Daytime sleep, if I wake up, I need chocolate or I need... You're like so, the groggiest. Yeah. It's Damn. unreal. But you're freaking eating chocolate in your damn sleep, bro. You damn Ichabod Crane I've, out I've, there. I've knocked it on the head. Wow. I've knocked chocolate on the head, cake on the head. Really? Oh, cake? All of them? Yeah, yeah. You can't do a wave of cake, man. I'll get married just to have some damn cake, boy. I love cake. <laughs> I haven't eaten cake Which in is years. your favorite cake? Mm, I kind of like a, let me think. I like a um, coconut cake. What about red velvet? Because I didn't know red velvet existed until I came to America. Yeah. And I was just like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and have you had this cake, Celebration Cake? Uh-uh. And it's like got rainbow colors in it and like Skittles in the middle or whatever it what? is. What, really? Oh, it's a real thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been at it. Yeah, I don't have a... It pisses people off that I have no inclination to eat. Oh, you don't yeah, eat. Dude, yeah. That's another thing that nobody yeah. touches on is you not eating. You're well, no, sick, I boy. Eat, I eat, I so you're sick, like a, an anorexic alcoholic. No, yeah, no. brother, you're sick. You're he sick, is. Bobby. Yeah, he lay needs, down here. We'll take your temperature. He needs help. Yeah, I eat like healthy, you're, but like I won't eat. A, if you, no, if you dude, put nothing. fries here, I'd be like, I'm grand. Like oh. women would get upset if I went to dinner once in a blue moon. They're like, just try this. I'd be like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Now I just say I've gluten. Oh, and, and, yeah. and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Dude, in 20 years, we're just going to be having smoothies. Nobody's going to eat anymore. <laughs> I had uh, the kids gave me a bug and I lost seven pounds in a week. Oh, that's awesome. But toilet, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I've used it as the great reset, oh, dietary wise. Oh, you actually, you, I thought you were going to eat more cake. No, 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 no. Because I wasn't caking it and I wasn't chocolate in it. How did you kick them? Because, uh, well, but what I was doing, which was lying to myself, keto bars. Yeah. Have you oh, seen these really? keto yeah. bars? Mm -hmm. Keto bars and protein balls. Mm. So you've seen these like bounce yeah, balls yeah, yeah. and da 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 and all of these sort of things. Yeah. Basically, they should just be like calorie balls and calorie bars. Oh. So I was like, I was not having the chocolate or the cake, but I was nailing these things. <laughs> so now them. what I've done with this great reset is I've got rid of those. And every time I want one of those, I go for a banana or I go for an apple. And it's nowhere near as fun <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it works. But you can't be old and fat. Yeah. Oh, you can be yeah. old, but you can't be fat. Yeah. So I'm just trying my best not be fat. Have you ever been fat? 
I was maybe fat when I was a little bit when I was young, like in the spring, <laughs> but not as an adult. Have you been fat? I would do it. Yeah, when I was young. I remember my Nana called me fat. I was oh, on TV yeah. singing, like in a choir. Oh. And I had a close-up, I think, and I came home. I thought I was like in a boy band. And then my Nana was like, I saw you on TV. You look very fat in the face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that messed me up. Yeah. You want to hear a weirder story? After she passed away, like, I couldn't take photos because I'd always be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, after, yeah. after she passed away, the first photo I took, I was just like. Oh, <laughs> Nana's dead. Wow. But it's so mean because like, I loved her. Uh-huh. But I was like, wow, I can smile again. She died wow. during a pandemic, eh? Yeah, I actually thought she died like a year before. <laughs> I remember she, you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> she was in like hospice. <laughs> And then I was like asking my parents every day, is that how's Nana? Is she alive? And they're like, Yeah, she's she's hanging on. And I asked like four or five days in a row, and I was like, This is getting morbid. Like, I don't want to keep bringing it up. I want to be like, So anyway, it's sunny here. So I so was she asking, was was your nan your example of love when you were growing up? Was she just like mm. a wonderful person? Oh yeah, yeah. If she it, was, but she'd feed me cake and yeah, oh and yeah. Stuff, but she did call me fat. Treat you warmly though. Yeah. But she said fat in a loving way. Oh, you're fat, Mark. I, it didn't feel like it. Definitely. No, no, it, it would never would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're but fat. I, I, like, I didn't know I did it. My brother saw me fixing my oh, hair. Hang on. So your grandma passed away just recently. So it's only just recently that you've allowed yourself to smile with a fuller face. Oh, yeah, yeah. In photos. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like out and about now in Los Angeles, you're like, she's dead. <laughs> no, <but> like, <laughs> like if someone takes a photo, I won't go. Yeah, you know when you make that dumb. If they're like, "Hey, na- yeah. make the nana's alive face," yeah, and I'd like, just be like, "No, I do, I do that a lot." I go like, <laughs> "Really?" And there's another thing that okay, so side view. So this here, uh-huh. this here. It. Okay, so if you put your tongue on the on your, oh, that's clever. <laughs> oh, it makes your chin pop out, some eh? We should take a photo after oh. the three of us are just like. Yeah, but you haven't you. Why have you got the? Why have you? Why why'd you do that? Because you've got a chin. Oh, yeah. I just like having a little bit of hair on there. It reminds me of like... Insecurity. Uh, (laughs) What are you going to do? And you're keeping the... I think you you rock rock the mullet. So, But you've had it forever, right? I've had it when I was a child. I had it. And then I didn't have it when I moved out here for a while. And then I I just like my hair long. It doesn't feel... For me, it's not like a gimmicky type of thing. Some people get like a gimmicky type of haircut that, you know, for some purpose. I just feel most comfortable in it. Is it? Oh, and, oh man. Did you so, ever go through it? Did you go no, through No, I'm it? losing my hair. Oh, he's doing fine. No, I'm doing all right. But then if you, if it shines on the top of it, it becomes like baby's bum. Yeah. So <laughs> I went to go and have a thatch. I went to go and have the... I've had that. Oh, did you do it? Yeah. I went to have it done and the guy was like, bad news. Because they harvest it from here, right? Yeah. So bad news, um, your hair is so thin, uh, we can't harvest it from there. We'll no. do nothing. So I was like, fuck that, I'm going to have a second opinion. Second opinion was, your hair is that thin, we can't harvest it from there. It will do It will do damage. Thank God you came to see us because other people would have harvested it and fucked it up. Oh. So what I did was I had these injections, and I won't tell you how much they were, but they were absolutely like a fortune. Two, in, two vials of this stuff where uh-huh. they numb your head, uh-huh. and then they do this, they put these vials in. And in five months' time, your hair will grow back much thicker and it, it costs the same price as my grandma's house 
right? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing's happened. Really? We're, we're now seven months in and nothing's happened. It no looks fine. You, 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 can't, you, 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 can't, you can't tell. Because, oh, yeah. But like when I'm on stage and there's a 40-foot screen oh, of me yeah. at the back and oh. I'm giving it the big end and I'm you could doing the sexy like that yeah. and they're going yeah and then I look behind me and there's a guy with like double chin <laughs> and no hair it's like oh <laughs> thank you for humoring me do you think it's hard to that's one thing that's interesting about like the way we capture ourselves now and especially like at your level of fame and popularity that you've had Robbie that is it hard to live up to try and always live up to that? Like live up to like, you know, cause you're captured at such a young, vibrant time in your life mm. that you gotta like, fuck, you yeah. know? Well, I, I was, I was, um, my nickname in the press was Blobby Robbie through the nineties, which really damaged me. Kind of thicker? Yeah, not like I, I have a tendency to balloon that scone, up. scone, huh? Yeah, yeah and, baby. And then, and then go down again. But that like, damp scone. But it, it sort of, it damaged me and it's something, you know, it's like, I don't want to look in the mirror. I don't want to look at myself. If I'm doing a photo shoot and they'll say, do you want to come and check this out, see how you look? I'm like, no, thanks. Oh. If I'm shooting a video, they're like, oh, that was a great take. Do you want to come and look? No, thanks. No, so I, I just don't like looking at myself, which is another one of those things when you're people going, can I have my picture taken with you? It's basically going, hey, um, you know all those things that you hate about yourself. Now is the time to hate yourself about them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was it, like your rock DJ video where you're stripping yeah. naked is like ripped and stuff. If I had like a really good video like that and then saw a bad picture, uh, the self hatred would be. Oh. Well, I'm body dysmorphic too. Yeah, because so I, like yeah. being being like obese and being body dysmorphic. Like the, the first time that I was told I was body dysmorphic, a therapist. And so what does it mean, body dysmorphic? It's you just can't like read you that good? Or you can not read, but you can't, <laughs> no, sorry, not read. You can't like No, you think you're fatter breathe. than you are. Oh. Yeah. So it was like a compliment though, when yeah. the therapist told me, it's like you're See body dysmorphic. Good. I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, but like yeah. when you're body dysmorphic and obese. Oh. Oh, that's oh, yeah. awful. Because not only are you fat, but when you look you at yourself, you're fatter than oh, you you're actually you're doubling are. down. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yes. God. Ah. But then you know you that I've you, issues. you know you know that you know that one where you just like oh I look awful, and then 18 months later you look at that photo yeah. and you go I was in good shape. Oh, that's yeah, so annoying. Isn't that's it? That's, bud, that's body dysmorphia. Oh, oh dude, because I, I look at when I look at younger pictures of myself, I'm like God, you were a handsome guy. If I if I only thought then that I was handsome, it would have been oh. such a different instead of every day thinking dude, I was horrible dude, looking. Dude, you're a striking you know? looking guy. You're a good looking guy. Yeah, like it saw you in the um, saw you. I'm happily married so you in the uh in and the i'm car pretty park. happily pretty happily straight yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you in the car park and decide like, yeah theo's a good looking lad oh, a good thanks, looking man. Lad. yeah i, I think you. like you you waste your 20s thinking you're ugly oh yeah you spend the whole time like being like fuck i remember i remember <laughs> yeah, i'll see a photo well. and i'll be like i remember being so uncomfortable that night oh. thinking i look like shit yes. i look bad yeah and now i see it and i'm like oh fuck i was dapper well, let's put Why it... Why do we do it? Okay, here's the thing, right? I'm in an L, everything, large, everything. I know I'm an M. <laughs> I know I'm an M. I haven't been an, an M for a long, long time. Wow. Like, I haven't been an M for... 
15 years, 17 years since I met the wife and became happy. Really? Yeah, I haven't been an M anything. And the, this is what happens with me and weight is like I get overweight and then I do something extreme to get underweight. Mm, and then yeah. I get to underweight, but I'm really unhappy because I'm not satiated and my body's going, feed me, feed me, feed, <laughs> yeah. me, feed me, feed me. And I'm like, oh, I look wicked in clothes. For that two seconds, <laughs> two seconds that that happens, the minute you stop being abusive to yourself by, you know, not giving yourself nutrients and food, you instant. So I'm like yo-yoing yeah, all the time. I can see I'm that. yo-yoing. Yeah. Cause, yeah. And you're not even yo-yoing, but you're watching the yo-yo go. So it's like you're like judging yourself at every different, every yeah. every fluctuation of it. Like, uh, you know, people it's hard being photos. alive. It's fucking tricky. Life is fun. <laughs> as we and all get depressed that sounded forced but <laughs> i feel you man i feel you what who has that joke it's so good no norm mcdonald used to tell a joke people are like people are always like man i can't believe it so and so killed themselves and he's like you can't <laughs> haven't you ever been alive <laughs> yeah, that's oh, by, by the way when norm passed away i just spent Every waking hour, listening to old interviews, yeah, right, yeah. listening to stand-up sets, just like I, I, there's a there's a channel on YouTube, right? It's like not normal, whatever. Um, but it, he's just the best. Yeah, he's mm. great. Absolutely unique. Just unique. He's adoring. very his British sense of humor. Kind of, do you think that it catered to? I feel Sardonic, like British people would love it. Yeah, sort of outsider. Uh, is it British? Yeah, because it's so dry. Would it yeah, be? dry. Yeah, maybe that's the aspect of it. Jimmy Dore, I really like listening. He just had a an, oh uh, no, who else am I thinking of? Um, who's a British comedian? Just had a special come out on Netflix. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jimmy Dore, I like, but Jimmy Carr is a really nice guy. You guys look a little bit alike. People are telling you that. Jimmy. Yeah, he's a mate. He's a mate of mine. We do look a bit alike. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think we got the same plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the Jimmy. Yeah. Give me the Robbie. The full Jimmy. Yeah, let's go. One more question, then we'll get you guys out of here, man. I appreciate your time today. What else we got here, Kyle? What's up, boys? I have a question for Robbie, if you don't mind. Robbie, some of your biggest gigs, arguably, have been in Australia, down under. Yeah. I've seen one in Melbourne. It was massive. Unbelievable. We went with my mum and dad. Absolutely massive. What do you love about Australia, Robbie? Theo, I know you've been to Australia as well. Oh, yeah. Anything you love as well, mate? Gang, gang, boys from Melbourne, Australia. Gang. Uh, gang. <laughs> gang. So uh, here's, here's a bit of anxiety, right? So I was watching, I, I, I'm a fan of yours and I've watched podcasts and always dip into your world to see what you're up to. And uh, there was a Nick Swanson, Nick, that's his oh, name. Oh, yeah. His, the, the podcast that you did with him. And then there was the questions at the end. And I was like, no one likes me. Who's going to ask me questions? Oh, you thought, let's go to a question. There's none there. Yeah, yeah, let's go to a question. It's just going to be somebody abusing me. Yeah. What an asshole. Why have you got him on? I didn't even know where he was going with that question either. Yeah. uh, We had a bunch. Do you know what? I absolutely... Here's a question for you, right? Here's my answer. My answer is, if you could be born a different nationality... Mm. Well, you have to you have to choose one. Okay. Mine would be Australian. 
yeah. would choose to be an Australian. Oh, really? Because I just absolutely love Aussies. I absolutely adore Australia. It's like, if I'd have come from Australia, that I, I probably have a different relationship with it. Like, in oh, Australia, yeah. in, in England, yeah. I'm not allowed to be me. I'm not allowed, you know, tall poppy syndrome, kill their own, let's, you know, build them up oh, yeah, and then yeah, kill yeah. them and then keep killing them until they're dead 70 times. Yeah. But in Australia, they just allow me to be me and my sense of yeah. humor and they don't misquote me. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. you know, they just, and the, it's like, Australia is like England, but without the shit. Oh. And I, I just adore being there because I just feel as I can exhale. You yeah. know, it's like I feel as I can let the stomach just go. And, <laughs> oh, God, I can be that myself. Is... So my answer to the question that I posed, if you could be born again and had to choose a different nationality, who would it be? Australia. Wow. Hmm. Australia. I go maybe. I love Australia too, man. I love what I love about it is just like the energy over there. People are excited. People are willing to risk their lives every day for nothing. You know? <laughs> yeah. They'll die for nothing, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, it'll just fucking. It's just a bunch of human Red Bull cans. You know? Yeah. They're just willing to do whatever. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Nothing's off limits there. They just. And they're just real, like, loving and fucking outgoing. They'll yeah. fucking love you so much, they'll fucking kill you. you yeah. <laughs> they're just really, really fired up, man. They'll jump off of something and die, you know, yeah. just to give you a note, you know. <laughs> so they're just, yeah, I love Australia, man. I would probably go, I would go Australian. I'd even maybe go dark Australian, maybe like a little mix, maybe white abo or something. Go like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. grilled Australian, you know. Yeah. Just to have a little bit of that darker ambiance, but also still be Australian, you know, a little bit more bush, uh, but still whack, you know? <laughs> still a whack. I'd go French. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, fucking Just to pussy. be a complete cunt. <laughs> to yeah. lean into me. Oh, yeah. And I could speak like, no, what What do you no, mean? It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> my, my, would... kids, my kids speak French. Oh, my God. My kids are fluent French. Really? Fluent. Uh, how did it happen? My wife's a francophile, which means she thinks she's French. She's from <laughs> she's from Coldwater Canyon, but like she thinks she's French. So oh. she, my wife, speaks French, Italian, uh, and Turkish. Damn. Uh, and and my kids now have conversations in full French. Really? Oh my god! About, about me. <laughs> yeah, like... that's espionage, dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's super annoying. Uh, if my kids were sitting around speaking in French, <laughs> looking up at me and laughing, yeah. I would get I'd be eating chocolate. Is it chocolate. Papa? Is it Papa? <laughs> 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 it's a bacini. with a poker. And you're like, what are you saying about me? Nothing, Daddy. Yeah. Love you. And you're like, you also you. just did an impersonation of every character from Waterboy too. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I mean, that's insane though, man. And have French speakers in your own home and you don't know what's going on, dude. That's so like my, my son Charlie's six, and we were in Switzerland just recently, and I took him out on his scooter, and there was a lady, we call them lollipop ladies. What, yeah, they, yeah. what are they called here? The people that pedestrian thoughts probably. No, no, no. The, the ladies that helped or the men that help kids get across the pedestrian oh well, traffic guards yeah 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 and traffic guards and she's like she looks at me she goes Je m'appelle, yeah. and i'm like oh i'm really sorry <laughs> uh, anglais pardon and then charlie my six-year-old goes 
Uh, the lady says that there is a race in town and there's going to be lots of people coming through on bikes and it's going to be really dangerous. Uh, you better go across the road now. <laughs> really? I was just like... Charlie's wow. taking care of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're getting led around by the six-year-old. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie. That's a cool name for a kid. I like that Charlton. name. Oh, Charlton? Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a risk. Uh, <laughs> Why? But Charlton just sounds like, because I think it's a candy also in America, in Charlton's. <laughs> Oh, it used to be a dance, actually, the Charlton, didn't That's it? That's the Charleston. Oh, Charleston, yeah, <laughs> yeah close, yeah. though. Yeah. So definitely you could see him doing some dancing. I've got I've got, I've got, a Charlton, a bow, a Coco, and a Teddy. Oh, oh man. Teddy's Theodore, eh? Yeah, Theodore. Yeah, Theodore, go. yeah, yeah. Good name. Yeah. Well, what, where does Vaux come from? Uh, I don't know. It just sounds good. Bow is beautiful. Do you know, it's a French do, name, do you ever too. Watch, do you ever watch The Dukes of Hazard? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Watch it. Bow yeah. Duke. Oh, yeah. How's that spelt? B O. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I wanted Bo to be spelled. Oh, yeah. Because of the Dukes. Of, no, isn't it? It's B E A U. Oh, you lost yeah. that battle. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but like. I, In your head, you're like, B O. Yeah, it's, it's still B O. <laughs> One of my good mates from growing up is named Bo, actually. And he, yeah, Bo's a popular name in Louisiana. Yeah. It's a real popular I think, name. I think Bo. It's a rednecky name, right? Oh, uh, let me think. It can be, but it also is kind of like an affluent name. So I think it depends on how you spell it. B-O is probably a little bit more rural. Right. And then B-E-A-U is a little bit more like uh, uh, French. You French, know? yeah. yeah. Beau, Beauregard. Yeah. See, I'd have wanted Beau to be called Beauregard. That's a good name. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> Beauregard? No, it's not. Beauregard! <laughs> <laughs> Beauregard, there's no fucking no, yeah, we had a I'm from Stoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from Stoke. Yeah, yeah, but still, dude, you need to be from uh, East Sussex. Is that a place? East Sussex. <laughs> it sounds like one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> what about... Uh, okay, is, is, uh, so here's a question for you. Right, anxiety. How's yeah. your anxiety been during... Because we're heading to the end. Now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So, how's your anxiety been through this podcast? Mm. Mine's been good until you ask me a question. Uh. <laughs> you've just been, you've just been the, the audience. Yeah, I've yeah. Just been popping in. You've done a great job of being that. Mark's very supportive. I will say it's one really. Uh, I mean, he has a lot of great characteristics. One of them is that he's very supportive. Yeah. He's a good comedian. You just can't understand what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's almost trickery because he can be like, I'm great at this. And then you just don't know what he's talking about. My new thing is to explain the joke to the audience. I'm like, all right, this is why some of you didn't laugh. Let me enunciate. Do, do, you, do you worry about that being in America and trying to being successful in the career that you're choosing to be, but in a place where they can't understand you? Mm. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate it. Yeah. Do you clip your words so that people... Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Like, I, instead of, like, if I say the path, I have to be like, oh, I was on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah but not, it's it's not, you know, like, bonnet, boo, it's not all of that. It's your accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I'll be like, I even, but I, if I call it out, if I say, like, I went to the bar. Yeah. And then people are like, he went to the bear. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I went to the bar. So it, people know you're at the bar. Yeah, but like, <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah, but like, if you're road testing material, yeah, and you're like, that didn't work. It's like, do you know if it didn't work? Because they just oh. didn't yeah, yeah, understand yeah, that's it. That's why I have to figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I even say like the star, like she had stars in her feeling on her ceiling. <laughs> she had stars on her feeling. That's a rash, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, why do they not get? And I, I figured out then they think I'm saying she had stairs on her feeling, oh, on yeah. her ceiling. Right, 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 yeah. right. So I'd be like, oh no, stars like twinkle, twinkle. Yeah. I just have to explain it a bit more. I have to treat the audience like they're dumb. 
Yeah. Do you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting dumb here, dude. America, we're getting dumb fast, man. Uh, there was one more interesting thing I was going to ask you, but I think I almost forgot what it was. Wait, but, I won't, I won't no, I don't think... get too much anxiety around you. Uh, you seem, you're very welcoming, I think. You have a very welcoming and inviting personality. You ask a lot of questions. and So I think it, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel a ton of anxiety around you. Do you, um, when you do podcasts, do you revise the night before or do you just rock up and and hit it? Sometimes I revise. You know, I, when I talk with Mark about you coming in, like, you know, I know about your career, but I didn't know, like, what your energy was like, really. Um, but Mark, you know, just said you're basically just a pretty normal guy to be around and that it's engaging conversation. And so I didn't think too far past that. Uh, we got some questions from folks. And then, yeah, I just like to kind of see what's going on with the day. But you, if we had an author come in, then we like we had an author come in the other day. And so with him, we, we you know, went through and read like half the book as much as I could. Do you think Joe Rogan sort of just rocks up these days or do you think that he puts in a bit of I think it's a mix. Time? I think Joe Rogan and this is something I learned about him recently was that he always was very people would say he talked too much, he said. He said, people when I was younger would say, man, you talk too much, you know? And then look what he did with it. He, like, is extremely curious. So he has, I think, a very curious nature. So curiosity, I think, if you have it inside of you, it makes your brain, it, like, gives your face questions all the time to give to ask someone. So if your curiosity is really working, um, I think my curiosity works better when I'm feeling good, when I'm not, like, in a space of self very much where my brain isn't kind of worrying about things in my own world so i think the healthier i am mentally and stuff the more curiosity i have and the better i do but what do i think joe does i think at this point he probably has enough comfort with how to do certain things he knows the mechanism yeah do you um when you when you're doing podcasts do you find that you are insanely concentrating do you find like for example when i'm doing a podcast whether i I did one interview where I was asking the questions, but the rest of the time I'm on podcasts. I am just hyper focused. Wow. Are you hyper focused in these moments? Or I was watching you do the Nick thing, the Nick Swanson thing, and it was just like it was just chatting the shit between two people and it felt very natural and it felt very comfortable. Yeah. Because I, I, I if I'm if this is on and I am here. I am just like, like I've taken seven Adderall. I have taken seven Adderall. <laughs> Let me think. I guess I do feel more focused than usual. It's kind of a respite from the rest of my day. So I'm grateful that I have to think about other people and, you know, just be involved with others. So that's nice. But do I feel hyper-focused? I think it depends. Um, I know that people like when people are just having a conversation. Oh, when yeah. it doesn't feel sometimes like there's a ton of planning, I find. So... And what does the rest of your day look like? The rest of my day looks like uh, I'll probably patch up with these guys and make sure everything's good. Look at some social media clips and stuff like that. Um, I got to check in with a sponsor. So I had a little bit of a falling out with a sponsor. So I need to check in with him and decide what I'm going to do. Um, are, you, are you on meds? No. I've been off for like about two months, but it's also scary because I feel like I had, because I, I got on them like 15 years ago. So it's like, why are you off them? I think because I just had, I felt like I wasn't having a lot of feelings. So I'm like, it's one of the reasons I'm not having feelings because I'm on these meds. Like part of me, I was thinking, sometimes like, it's hard for me to like, I feel like if I want to like fall in love with somebody. So I was like, 
maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm numbed. Uh, maybe I'm feel, not feeling love because I don't. And how do you feel about that being two months off them now? I feel like I have a lot of like, I've been kind of like a little bit more tearful, honestly, dude, a little bit more emotional. Yeah, yeah. So that's been a little <clears throat> bit kind of almost a little bit alarming. But then part of me is like, maybe there's these feelings that have been needing to get out for so long and they haven't. So I just don't maybe. know. For, for me, and I am not. Yeah. Obviously, a we're doctor. not doctors. We're not doctors. And I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting. We've never had a doctor Ma in here. Mark's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, Mark I, is. I'm not suggesting anybody yeah. do what I'm doing at all. It's not what I'm saying. Just how this is working for me. I'm on motherfucking meds and that's the way it's going to stay. Wow. That's it. I am totally in. I don't need to go and evaluate, see if there's some feelings that need come and coming out. Oh, yeah. Is that I I spent I would say nineteen ninety to two thousand and six in abject misery of some form or another really? because of my poor mental health. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to waste another second wow. in oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You know, and that's that's for me. You know, it's like I'm in the relationship with my missus. I've got the kids. Uh, for me, it makes total sense just to be like, okay, this is my life. This is what I need for it to happen. Uh, this is what I'm doing. Wow. I think about that too. I think about going, getting back on. Actually, I, yesterday was the first time I what thought. What were you about on? It. Just on sertraline or something, generic Prozac, I think. Fluoxetine. Something. What 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 milligram? Pretty low dose. Like ten? Yeah, maybe fifteen. Okay, it's nothing as Yeah. And and have you not had the zaps? The the coming off them? How did you wean off them? Uh I weaned uh pretty decently, like cutting down pills, getting the smallest pills and then cutting them in half and stuff like that. No, I haven't had anything like that. I've just been more emotional, I notice. Yeah. Like, I'll start talking to somebody, and then I'm bawling up. And they're like, you know, sir, this is a Carl's Jr. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you know. And we're closed. <laughs> like, sorry, mate. But that, but that happens with me. It's like, I, all of a sudden, don't wear, we'll just. Yeah. And my wife will be like, boozy. And I'll be like. Really? No yeah. way. Yeah, but what I've done is is forgotten to take my meds for six days. Oh. But but I but I don't know that I've forgotten to take my oh. meds until and and every time it happens, I forget that that's why I'm crying. Oh. And it happens twice a year, God. where I'll just be like, <laughs> and my wife will be like, because like they she she responds so much better to tears than anger. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, I am angry about your timekeeping. And she'll be like, and then like I get in trouble for being angry about oh, yeah. her timekeeping. But if I went, I don't know what to do with your <laughs> timekeeping. She'd be like, I try to make it. <laughs> but it's the weirdest thing with the meds where I just forget to take them occasionally. And then I make the solemn swear that I will never forget to take them ever wow. again because it's really bad. And then I just forget. Do you ever feel though, like if you take the meds, you're giving it, they're like there's just some like big pharmacy system you're giving into? I don't know if I feel that way. Oh, I kind of, I've never taken meds and never cry. So I'm the opposite of both. Uh, no. But I just wonder why would God put us together where we don't, or, you know, why would the, why would we, we be put together where we need some other thing? You know, it seems like we would be okay. But maybe also having meds could be just a side effect of where we are as a population and species in time. Like that one. We're way yeah. different than what that things one. used to be like. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, the, the, the past is a, uh, 
is a different country. They do things differently there. That's a great statement. The past is a different country. Yeah. Wow. It, it's it's all sorts of changed. That's why, you know, everybody's frigging mentally ill now is because of what society is doing to itself. And if I can just have like a breather, if I can have something that gives me a breather from myself, mm. I'm good oh. with that. I'm that, good with that. It's kind of like, that. why would you get a haircut if God didn't want you to? Yeah, why would you put on clothes? Yeah, so like, it's kind of like... You're oh, giving right. in to Balenciaga! <laughs> 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 Those cheap shoes. <laughs> oh, that's a great joke. <laughs> Maybe we'll finish there. Ah, oh, can I ask about your teeth before you go? Yeah. Are they yours? Yeah. Well done. Thanks, man. Oh, wait, actually, these two are fake. Hello. Yeah, are yours yours? The canines. Yeah, yours are yours, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got good teeth, man. You got good white teeth. Mine is getting a little beige out. No, yours are, he's got American teeth, doesn't he? I got to shine up. such really? amazing yeah. teeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. When I was young, I had spaced out teeth, you right. know. And then you, did you have a retainer? Yeah, I got the retainers, yeah. Sometimes I wish I could go back, but it's all good. I'm going to, I want teeth like you. I'm going to yeah. go and get yeah. some teeth really? in a bit, yeah. Can I, can I, I come with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of, I feel like you have that kind of like Andy Dufresne, like runs a train, like like you are like a train yeah. conductor kind of vibe. <laughs> you have that. You don't look. want those bright white teeth that people no, get I in do. like Zimbabwe or something. Oh no, no, I don't want. I don't want a mouthful of teeth like that. I, I want yours. Yeah. Oh, oh you can. Yeah, but you you look as though you you you've got a, the you've got a mouthful of teeth. They don't look like yours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Look, what do. is it? What is it? Right. Economic background when you growing up, not great, right? Yeah, yeah, not good. Shitty. Yeah, shit. What what is it about your economic background growing up? Shitty teeth, amazing. Yeah. My economic background growing up, shitty teeth, brown and bitty. Yeah. And what what happens? What's the psyche uh, with what? America and the psyche mm. with the UK and Ireland where we're just like fuck teeth? Maybe in America yeah. they think everyone can be a movie star. Do you think that's what it is? Well, they because you possibly can. Yeah, like I, I just don't think they like teeth are down the line. Yeah, like haircut, nails. Yeah, I mean it's past liver for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> dude. Well, I think generally, like I also notice, like if you do, like a lot of uh, I, I, I thought when I was in in or in United Kingdom or Britain that they had more a lot of the uh women the men were better looking than the women i felt like <laughs> that makes sense i thought that and you know it could have just i didn't see a ton of couples i probably only saw about 80 couples you know and a lot of lonely lonesome men which is my audience <laughs> but which i'm grateful for guys uh but i i felt like maybe the women was more you see a lot more tanned women as well like the fancy women in england is real tanned up and Tan. Yeah, it's a, like yeah. a popular thing, you know. They ruin sheets. That's one thing when you arrive in Los Angeles. Just the amount of good-looking women is just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I know we touched on it before, but it's, I, I remember like getting here and I was just like on a sidewalk at the, the lights and I just thought, I'm going to count every fit woman in the car. I was like 23 at the time. I'm going to count... I'm going to count 50, see how many fit women there are. Oh, yeah, they're all fit. I'm um, just like, one, two, three. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was like the ratio was 50 yeah. to 50. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the fit to non-fit. It's, it it is true. unreal here. Yeah. That's true. People are just at least fit. They're like a, they fit well. Yeah, everybody's, yeah, people could do a medium here and they're okay. 
Um, do you think that, uh, oh shit. <laughs> it was good though oh did you ever hire one of those dating services if you got some money to help you find a decent lady because uh, i wonder if we, when you're popular at your level of fame how do you seed out you know like seed no, I, out the... I didn't want to be in a relationship so no but it, i i would have done if it had have carried on for longer i met ida when i was 32 i'm now 47 yeah, yeah. Well, you look great for 47, mate. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um, I, I probably would have done eventually. Uh, but at the point, at that point in time, I didn't want to be in a relationship. So, no, I didn't. Hmm. Imagine you on Tinder. <laughs> like, Raya, isn't it? Are oh, you on yeah. Raya? Yeah, it's awful. Is it? Why is it awful? Because you just like, you match and you talk and then it stops. It's very like. Why does it match and looks? talk and lot? Because there's bigger, better offer. There always is on that side of right. Yeah. It's like it's big. Shaq is on there. I heard. <laughs> yeah, like all these famous people. Yeah. So if it. you're not Diplo. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're not Diplo, you're not getting the look in. Is you, that you, what happens? You get an initial look in, but then they'll match with someone else. Yeah, they'll look out. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation is very. How's it going? Not too bad. And you done? What are you? Are you on those things? I'm not on. I think about it sometimes, but I'm trying to go the other way right now. I got to get a little bit of space. But I just don't need to be doing anything like because I'm just feeling compulsive about it. That's what I, that's what I'm overall working on. It's okay. just compulsivity. Find someone you really like. Yeah. Then don't be a cunt. <laughs> yeah. And that's a that's a possibility too. I want to leave that door open. That's yeah. that's all you've got to do. The second part yeah. is hard. Yeah. But then you know. I don't know. I think it. I also think there's a time in your life where you get to where you're ready to do that. And I think it's part of me feels myself getting there a little bit. Bollocks. That's really that's bullshit. Yeah, that's what that's you know you're saying the whole time. I w yeah, that's what I was saying the whole time. It's like I wasn't ready God. at 32. It, apparently, I was yeah. because oh. I have been since I've been 32. It's like you are ready now. Yeah. You know, you just don't know it. Find, you know, if she comes in and she makes you laugh and you trust her and you like looking at her, marry it. Yeah. <laughs> marry oh, it, marry it, marry it, and then, like I say, I'll swear again, don't be a cunt, and then nah. you win. Yeah. Now, I, I, when you were saying that, I got a bit anxious. Yeah. <laughs> the Marriott? Yeah. No, the whole, like, it's that easy, those three things. Oh, yeah. I got anxious. I was like, oh, but what if there's another girl? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's also. Yeah. But that's going to happen. That, but that's going to happen always yeah, for yeah. the rest of your life. Yes. But then I'd be like, you wait here. I'll be right back. Okay, that, <laughs> that happens with me when I'm watching the television. And like, oh, she's. Uh, oh, yeah, this happens all of the And then I go, oh, yeah, this happens all of the time. Because it's that, that thing so being aware. inside me. And then, you know, it's like I, I have an amazing wife who's fit and great to look at. Makes me laugh. And I trust her. And like, what am I, you know, what am I? What right. would I be swapping for? Yeah. What's, what would be better about any of these other people? But here, I'll swap for the possibility. <laughs> so that's something then. So you got to look at, yeah, what is, like, what, yeah, what would you swap for? 
And but, sometimes you never make a list of the values in the one thing that you have. And so there's always like, that's what I noticed too. If I don't ever really kind of make a list of what like, oh, well with this, I have like, always have a friend. You got mm. like a teammate, a freaking somebody to watch, do things with. Like if you never really list that out, then you'll just always think there's this invisible idea of something over here that's yeah. better. That's what I noticed. I have this invisible idea that I've never even looked at. Like, well, what is this idea? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just a fucking, and then you get over there yeah. and it's just some fucking, Fucking lady smoking outside of a building. You know, you're like, who is this? Like an, an oblique Morpheus, just blob of an idea yeah. over. It's like the sort of grayish with tinges of black, and then you're sort of like, I don't know what it is, but it's better. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's always gonna be out there, man. Um, like thank you for your time today, guys. Yep, Cheers, Robbie, uh, Mark, it was a pleasure, man. Us. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for having us. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this piece of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my story. Shine on me, and I will find a song. I will sing it just for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Oh, hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. Oh, no! I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.